you guys. Welcome back to Hospitality Queens. I'm Erin. What up? It's Whitney. We got a special guest. Who does guest be, y'all? Y'all already know the vibes, man. It's the engineer, Drew Dash, right here, man. Y'all can catch catch me on Instagram. That's dowork underscore Drew. That's D-R-U. How y'all lovely ladies doing today? We're doing so good. I miss your face. Well, you know, you get uh, about well, three hours. Now we're doing three hour shows now. So you get three hours of uh, my face, you know what I'm saying? It's the substitute teacher of the year. You know? hey. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Make sure y'all check out that YouTube so you can see how uh, fresh is so clean, clean uh, the substitute teacher look at, okay? Man, you know. I just want to know, would they read the books or not? If you, was a teacher? <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Definitely reading books. You know, that's what we do around these parks. But uh Nevertheless, um, I believe we have a shot to start this uh this whole thing off, right? Don't we? We do, we do. That's we do. Good. And my shot glass says tipsy because y'all already know I like to get tipsy on Mondays. Big up big everybody up. in the club being tipsy. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So cheers to a great show. Cheers to a great show. And shout out to Espalone. That's what I'm drinking. Yeah, big up always. You already know. They need to sponsor us. Soon come, soon come, soon come. But, uh, and I'm drinking wine. Spooky, 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 And if you guys don't know, Dash is the engineer of our show, so he literally listens to every single episode he edits and uploads. So this is a really special episode if you haven't listened to our last episode please listen it was a three-hour pod you may need to break it up into two parts but we talked about a lot of shit so check it out we had a lot of fun we had a lot of fun um and i'm super excited because this goes along if you guys haven't heard our show we are celebrating men all october and what a better way to end it off with our favorite guy. Uh, it's the guy that really pushed us and supported us and motivated us through this whole process. So shout outs to you, Shadi. Uh, respect, much respect to you, ladies. Like, um, I appreciate that, you know, the opportunity to even, you know, present itself. Um, you know, I don't know if people really understand what I, like goes into podcasting and, you know, putting in the time, putting in the dedication weekend, week out, doing your notes, doing your research. Um, and then on the back end, just listening to everything, you know what I mean? Um, so it, being able to engineer it and also, you know, being a fan of things or shows, um, that's that's the best part for me. Like I enjoy, like I'm a fan of the show. I'm a fan of you guys, but also I, you know, get to do the work behind it. Um, so it's a blessing for me, man. I, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to that presented itself and, you know, being able to follow up. Number one thing, follow up with people. You know what I mean? You have great conversations, you brainstorm and you do all of those things, but make sure you have a follow up conversation. That's just a free game right there. I'm not giving free game all night. Y'all going to have to subscribe to my only fans for that. But um, hey. so back to, <laughs> and I'm bullshit, I'm bullshit. But um. Uh, but nah, but you know, I truly, you know, I love what you ladies are doing, man. This 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 thing has a lot of legs and it's going, to, you know, it's going in the right trajectory because you're putting in the time and you're putting in the work. So big up to you ladies. So thank you. Know? you yeah, I, speaking of all the, the work you do behind the scenes, you stay busy and you don't stop. And your hustle and your grind is so real. 
Uh, would love to hear like what keeps you going, like what keeps you motivated every day to keep doing it. Um, honestly, the people I love around me keep me motivated and, and keep me going. Um, and also what I'm building for it, because you got to build for your future. Um, honestly, you, you look at what we're surrounded by. You see when you turn on social media, you see when you turn on the news that, you know, lives for black folks aren't really valued like a lot of other folks. So, you know what I mean? To to have, you know, brothers, to have homies, to have everything. But I consider everybody like if I rock with you, you family. You know what I mean? So your children are my children. You see what I'm saying? So if they need anything. They already know they can hit me up. But to build for them also, you see what I'm saying? It ain't just about me. It ain't just about my immediate family. It's about the people around me who I surround myself for. So why grind and hustle as hard as I do to make sure everybody's good always, you know, because truthfully, you take a village. And as you can see, um, I believe out there and um, out there in Baltimore, I want to give a shout out to those uh, those fathers that's taking the initiative to, you know, um, take time out and work shifts in um, a high school that is having this problems they're having mass fights big fights that's breaking out um i'm sure some people if y'all haven't seen it um definitely check that out it's, it's crazy but it's beautiful to see that black men are able to step up and show dedication and again it takes a village you know those guys are working regular jobs and also working a shift as a counselor as a free person to be in the school to make sure that there's no fights and mass fights and since they've done that there's no fights see what i'm saying like it's beautiful to see, you know, black men do that. It's beautiful to see people do that in general. But I got to big up my black men out there. I got to big up my black ladies out there um, because truthfully, we grind hard, man. And, you know, to be born behind as a black individual, to be placed in a category of whatever they that the masses puts us in, you know, it's beautiful to see that. Um, and that really, that fused me, man. That fused me every single day. Wake up put, with a smile on my face and do what I have to do, you know? got to handle your business and you know being able to to run multiple businesses um it's it's a lot it's a lot on the plate other things takes l's on the back end you know what i mean as far as mm-hmm. like social life and certain things like that but for the most part i love what i do I, I mean i couldn't ask for another reason to wake up in the morning to wash my face you know to know what i'm about to do every single day to know that i'm about to make a difference every single day see what i'm saying yeah. like that's that's a beautiful feeling. So, you know, here we are. That really it is. Was funny. I love that. One day I was talking to Dash, and I think we were talking about the strip club. Shots up. And um, we were talking about this, like a local strip club. And I was like, oh, for real? Like, you know, just being like, okay, I might need to go in there. Right. And Dash was like, Whitney, I'll pay your life bill before you ever go into the strip club. And that really touched oh, my, my heart. I'm like, Cause I know Dash really meant that, and I yeah. was kidding. I'm yeah. not gonna go to the strip club, but I was like, "Oh, Dash, I love you, <laughs> man." Man, you've been my sister for a long time. I've, you've seen the bad of me, and I've seen you know the bad of me. Gonna, <laughs> I don't want to say it, you but <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> you can say. But uh, you know, but big yeah. up, man. I, it's it's about the growth, you know, and um, yeah. but we yeah, you know. I, like we really were we really were like that's why and so like as being like whitney's little brother you know because you know she's older than me or whatnot um and but also to be like like there for her whenever she needs me and able to have that open conversation has been 
you know, it's been beautiful throughout the years. It's like, even if we go like a year or two and not talking, like when she was down to Tampa, we didn't even communicate as much as when she was around. But even mm-hmm. now, like we talk weekly, you know what I'm saying? And again, you know, like that's, that's family. That's somebody I've been rocking with for 10 plus years now. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me to only do my due diligence of if somebody comes to me saying, hey, they want to do a podcast and this is their vision, I'm going to do everything in my powers to help that vision come through. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. I do work media. That's, you know, big up to, to the gang, Mecca, BP, Seth. You know, we we holding it down right here in downtown Charleston. And, um, you know, we love what we do. We've been doing our thing for a long time. And, you know, to take on these ladies podcast, man, and for to, just to see the growth and see everybody, all the listeners and, you know, tuning in each and every week to hear what their shenanigans, because Lord have mercy. Lord well, I'd be shocked. Mercy. Listen, I'd be shocked sometimes. I'd be like, yo, I got to turn this shit off. I got to go take a shot and come back because. Boy, oh, I know. I know, especially the last episode. Dash, oh. But Dash is doses. I, I already know how Dash is. I know yeah. he's just not. He's not bringing it up, but it's okay, Dash. We can talk no. about it later. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Um, but um, and most recent things that, um, you know, I'm. Uh, my brothers and myself, uh, we have a, a, a podcast going on called Brunch Brothers. Um, I'm not sure if a lot of people know about it. It's in the hospitality arena. Um, so it goes perfect with, you know, you got the hospitality queens and then you got the Brunch Brothers. And um, definitely, you know, we, we y'all stay tuned for some things that's going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh. we got some things that's going to be in the works. But um, most definitely, you know, we, um, we try to go around. We love to brunch. And um, shout out to Stefan, shout out to Tunde. You know, we've been doing it. And shout out to my boy Keith. Big ups to him. Um, yeah. But oh yeah, that's the champagne because brunch brothers. Hey. You, you gotta have that brunch Ooh. brothers conversation. You gotta have mimosas, you know what I'm saying? Um, there is. So you got the good uh, prosecco. You got the good prosecco though. That's oh, my yeah, favorite. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. So um, nah, no so Andre. No Andre brothers? today. No Please. Andre. No, we're not doing Andre. So Brunch Brothers has been around for years. It's been a long time. I remember like beginning of of it, like just going to brunch with y'all because y'all we really did it all the time. But no doubt. I think it's dope that it's a podcast and like just its own like separate movement. So like kind of talk us through how Brunch Brothers started. Um so like you said, we always went to brunch and we always was um, just, you know, wake up early, just get fresh and just head out. Now, truthfully, truthfully, I was still like dealing with a relationship at this time of when the thought of Brunch Brothers was coming on. And I'm and I'm I'm being very honest here, guys. Um, and, you know, the girl I was dating or whatnot, uh, the Brunch Brothers didn't really tend to like, you know, they didn't rock with my. So, um okay. You know, they we came up with well, they came up, they had a conversation. It was like, yo, we should start doing this, like brunch brothers. And I was like, oh, I bet, you know. And they looked at me, it was like, Yeah, but you can't bring her to none of the brunches. Right. And I was and that's like, the thing about dashing them, like how Steven was like, Well, do you talk to your friends? Like at that phase, I feel like y'all are a lot nicer now, but they don't like anybody. Everybody is whack. No one's good enough. Like, they're very tough. 
they don't like anybody even if it's a girl you're whack she cannot come like if you're hanging out with anyone that they don't like you're not invited because you might bring her they do not play they're very protective over the energy in the space and that's been from day one like they do not play at all no so that's not even surprising that that even happens yeah so you know these are <laughs> like i said these are my brothers like it's i've known these guys 15 plus years you know what i'm saying so and of course you know i, I look up to them and, and you know we're, we're we're a circle so i'm like damn like whoo how am I going to like, how am I going to break this to her? Like, you're not invited. <laughs> so do I like just be like, oh, I got to go do some things. You know, like I got I'm busy. You know, I can't. Oh, they call me and I, I'm going to brunch. But I, I don't want to lie about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, like my like As as a cohesive. You can't come <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying like, I want you there, but you can't come. And um. You know, and, and from that point on, I knew for a fact, like, I'm I'm 100 percent in Brunch Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is our baby. Like, we've we've taken breaks. We've started. We stopped. Um, but, you know, now it's, it's a different progression. It's a different time. We're in a different places in our lives. Um, it always is just like like I said to y'all, like it's something that has so many legs and you can go in so many different directions with it. Um, so, yeah, you know, I um. I took the time to go ahead and, and, and really start focusing on Brunch Brothers. And we locked in, Tunde, Stefan, and myself. Like, and then we'll have homies like Justin. We'll have Mike and Mo from We're Just the Messengers. We got everybody can pull up to Brunch Brothers events. It ain't just about us now. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This is for our, our goal ultimately is to brunch together as a, as a family. Black folks mm-hmm. coming together. Anybody, it doesn't just got to be black folks. But black folks, you know, y'all... Y'all like to go to Piccadilly's. Y'all want to go to goddamn SNS cafeteria. Y'all now, go when to- the last time we've been to Piccadilly, <laughs> Dad? That's not even been around nah, for years. I know, man. I'm Don't also. But- like <laughs> no, nah, but it's like, you know, just to get out of that norm, because there's a lot of places out here, you know what I mean, that really offer great, great food, great atmosphere, great ambiance. And we will rate you on that. Like, that's the whole thing. Is the food good? Mm-hmm. Is the ambiance good? And definitely, oh my God, the most important thing of brunch is the mimosa. So if it's, is your mimosa whack? You know what I'm saying? Like we're rating price, everything. All that. Yeah, price, mm-hmm. every single thing. Um, it gets, it gets deep. And you know, we we don't we don't sugarcoat anything. We will call your food trash if it's trash, respectfully. But hey. Mm-hmm. You know, we still spent our money in your establishment. So it's, it. I have the right to say whatever the hell I want. You know what I mean? Because typically, if I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to give the, 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 the God honest truth because you're going to have to go spend your money regardless anyway. So is it worth your value of your dollar? You know what I mean? Right. And that's ultimately it, man. You know, going around and exposing and, and spreading light to more places because get outdoors, guys. Like, it's okay. Like we can get outdoors and experience and have it just a good time, even if it's by yourself. I, you know, I'd get outdoors, man. Have a mimosa. Take yeah. wear some sandals. Pull out that sundress. You know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever you know. Yeah, I said bring them claps. Uh, uh, but you know, what I'm saying, but okay, sundress <laughs> season. Okay, okay. So sundress season is officially over. Is it high? Uh, what is it? Thigh high boot season? 
Because that's what it is. I don't. I mean, I feel like it's subjective because Charleston is still hot. So I don't um, think Sundress season is over yet. Okay. Definitely um, was in a tank top today. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. it's very hot. I had shorts on all that today. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay. I don't think this sundress season might not be over here until like November, maybe. Yeah. It, it gets it gets cold later here and, for, now, for some yeah. reason. Mm. Yeah, it gets colder much later. Um, around like like Whitney's saying, like November, December time. But it might fly up. You know what I mean? You might get an yeah. eighty day, and it's no humidity. This is a beautiful day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But oh, I yeah, mean, brush- I guess you could you could still mix hot thigh highs and sundress, yeah, whatever yeah. weather permitting. It's hot. Hell, it's hot. <laughs> but yeah, we um. Just uh, like I said, Brunch Brothers is reloaded. Um, check us out on Instagram. That's Brunch Brothers. Brunch also, Brothers. we now have a TikTok. Oh my God, what the hell? Life has the come tops to of the ticks. Oh, but let me just top. say, let me just say, I'm posting and I'm getting off because I'm not going to be one of those people who get sucked into TikTok. Next thing you know, it's four in the morning and you're still scrolling. See what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of shit on TikTok and I see it, but. Brunch Brothers 843. Check us out on TikTok. We're there. Um, YouTube also is very, it's coming very, very soon. It's going to be um, so we're gonna do a little bit more uh podcasting on YouTube versus podcasting um on Apple, SoundCloud, stuff like that. It's gonna be more visual. Um yeah. and I and I think it's 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 a better way for people to really see what's happening, to check out the ambiance, to hear the music yeah. that's being played, to see the crowd that's mm-hmm. around. Also, we're going to give and highlight where certain parts are of photos because we know y'all love to take photos, nice angles, where the lighting's going to hit, all of that. So, yeah, man, it ain't just about brunch because you got to pop your shit in during brunch now. You know what I mean? You got to come correct it during brunch. And it's okay to have days off. But still, you got to find that light. And so, salut. Big ups to big um to Brunch Brothers. Big ups to my brother too. And big ups to Stephon. Big ups to Keith. Big ups to Do Work Media. Um, and yeah, y'all stay locked in, man. Brunch Brothers. Yes, sir. Salut. Yes, sir. Cheers. I'm, I'm here for the Brunch Brothers. I'm loaded. I'm excited about this. Yeah, Me too. Man. When I pull up, I want to be going to a Brunch Brothers event. Oh, no doubt. Soon come, soon come. I love it. You guys, make sure you check him out on Instagram, especially if you're in Charleston. You guys need to know where the food places be. I'm ready to eat always. No doubt. I think everybody's (laughs) always ready to eat. You know what I mean? Like, ain't nobody trying to bullshit around. (laughs) Come on now. Come on. Mimosa me first, though. Let me ask y'all this quick, quick, quick brunch question. Is it food first, then mimosas, or mimosa first, then food? Drink Which first. do y'all prefer? Drink. Always drink first. Drink first. Always drink first. All right. I like your style, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. I Good drink same. on every stomach to get the job done. Respect. <laughs> yeah. Respect. Yeah, yeah. sir. Priorities are Not- first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Because also, you know, there's going to be those stragglers that's going to kind of wait in. So depending on what time you get to brunch, because I'm not going to lie, brunch brothers really be pulling up like for the kitchen about to close. Let's go ahead and put this order in. We're looking at the menu in the car. So when we get there, no. order order everything. And then we're able to chill out. You know what I mean? Because so you don't pull I, I mean, up to brunch till two? 
But hey, man. And then on the ninth, I'm over at three, bro. You supposed well, to get experience. I mean, you know, some people are working. Like I, I work every Sunday morning. I'm doing. We're just the messages podcast. So my time, it, it's, it's kind of depends on when I'm getting done with work. You know, Tune got a wifey. You know, Devin, she, she gonna take a minute to get ready. Um, Stefan, he might be doing his job. You just never know. But we, yeah. when we pull up, just know. <laughs> we touching down and we're rating your shit and you better come correct don't matter if I'm pulling up in this one minute before that kitchen closed my food better be 10 out of 10 and if not we talking about it real Sunday, we we had some people at 7 top tried to sit or come in at like 257 and we told them no yeah, I mean that's a lot of people before, yeah. at two fifty seven. Like you sure. cannot sit down. I'm sorry, sorry, not sorry. We're not that. We're not that thin. I'm just. <laughs> like that, that's why I'm talking like you got like twenty minutes left, thirty minutes left. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's enough time to sit down, put your order in. You have time to cook, bust down them pots, and get on through like you need to. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely giving them like a little bit, at least like an hour or something, you know. Yeah, this is gonna be on the tail, the tail end of brunch. You know what I mean? But that's that's not every Sunday. Yeah, that's not every Sunday. That's just one of those times, like you know, niggas got shit popping in the morning. We got shit to do. We got shit. Period. I love that. So while we're talking about brunch, I know that you might have talked about this on your podcast, but I don't know. I need to know one of your top three favorite brunch places in Charleston, South Carolina. One of my top three. That's not really hard. I, I give you my top three right off the top of my head right now. Let's go. Yeah, tell us all three. It's not in any order, but Marina Variety. Oh, excuse me. Marina Variety Store. The Rare Bit. And the last but not least. Last not least one more time for the people in the back last but not least fish's biscuit mm. Woo. very interesting restaurant names might i say so marina variety store it is right there located on the water downtown charleston um mm-hmm. it's not a sight for sore eyes from the outside but mm-hmm. their food is their menu is huge. So you have a lot of options. Also, you can get brunch any time of day. So that's a good thing. You can get breakfast or lunch any time of day. Um, mimosas. 10 out of 10. Um, but you also, you know, like I said, it's right there on the water. It's not like they don't have a, a patio on the water or anything like that. But you get the view of the water. It's an older building. It's been there for a long time. Um, but it's everything I've ever had from there has been amazing. Um, and Brunch Brothers, if you do check out Brunch Brothers or you know of Brunch Brothers, you know we really rock with Marina Variety Store. The rare bit that's located on King Street. Um, nice little diners. It's not as huge. Um, so the wait times are going to be possibly kind of crazy. Just depends on what time you're going to get there. Um, but best chicken and waffles you can get fried catfish, macaroni and spit sauteed spinach, um, country fried steak. 
they're salmon for a long time time. yeah man that's that's our spot you know and Mm -hmm. not to even mention their moscow mule like when i go there it's not a it's not a mimosa moscow mule Mule or mexican mule from the rare bit 10 out of 10 gotta you Mm -hmm. got to try that mule um and then um my third last but not least was vicious biscuit now we all know Granny can make that biscuit in the kitchen. Got the flour all over the damn counter. And that thing back and forth, getting it right. You know what I'm saying? Vicious Biscuit, they took that Granny recipe and, and, and elevated it, I feel like, to like a massive biscuit. It's a huge biscuit. But their mimosas are freshly squeezed oranges. So... You get the pulp in it. You can see your most mimosa being made. You can see it being peeled, the orange going through the machine and squeeze. Yeah. And so it's, it's like experience. Yeah. So to have, to have that, that fresh squeezed mimosa and your mama in the kitchen with the biscuit. Woo. Come on, Aunt Mama. Come no, on, Aunt Mama. No answer. No yeah. Nah, but I'm um, dead ass. That biscuit's mm. fire. Um, mimosas are fire. And that's, I love, I'm a biscuit lover. You know, give me some maple syrup biscuit. We're having a good time. You know, yeah. that's how I grew up. I love syrup on a biscuit. My granny makes the best homemade biscuits. I got to have her make some for you. See what you yeah, see what your rating is. Okay. I got to have my mama make some for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're going to ship that. We're going to have, uh, we're going to ship that overnight for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. A biscuit, yeah. biscuit with, with some maple syrup is heaven. So good. Not yeah. my mama. Er- biscuits. Like, Martin, mm-hmm. we love them biscuits. But this ain't mm-hmm. now. Now, let me just say, like, for the people who got the um the cylinder biscuits, big up to y'all, the little flaky biscuit. Ain't nothing wrong with yeah. them Pillsbury. Like, big up. But ain't nothing like a home-fashioned, made-from-scratch biscuit. You yeah. see it rise. You see it Grow in the oven. Slap that butter on top when you're done. Whew, Lord of mercy. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you don't know how to do that, recipe comes soon. Stay tuned. Hospitality book coming soon. Ooh, speaking of that. Period. It's the, it's the book for me. Okay, period. Cheers, to the, cheers the to the book, honey. We ready. Big up, big up. So, Aaron, what wine are you drinking today? This is called Dearly Beloved. Okay. Okay. Beloved. What's the name for me, y'all? Uh, Trader Joe's wine. It is a red blend from California. I like the face as well. It gives me like, um, you know, Mexican vibes. But it says back mm-hmm. to the very earth. I like the name, Dearly Beloved. It just reminds like me, that. Dearly Beloved, we are gathered here today. Gathered here today. Yes. What is that? Is that a marriage wedding vibe? Yes, marriage. Yep. The, the wedding vibes yeah. was on me this weekend, you know, because I did. Yes. Oh, yeah. What so you I'm drinking? drinking a, I'm drinking a Riesling. I like Rieslings. So this is a Pacific Rim. I've had this one before. Um, and it's a sweet Riesling. I got it from Publix. So. Hey. And it has like a little dragon in there. Okay. So move on. We coming Move through. On. Oh, your chain. Didn't your chain have a dragon? Return of the dragon, girl. Hey, uh, Corey will be on the next one. Hey, we can talk about that return <laughs> of the dragon. Okay. And uh, Dash has like five different drinks. Where are you drinking, Dash? 
So, you triple fisting? First up, we got Altos Tequila. He said first up. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the lineup. Second of all, we have Espelon Tequila. I don't even know. Okay. Why would you two? <laughs> Next, last but not least, we have Prosecco. Hey, Prosecco. And if you know a good home remedy for a mimosa or mimosa, however you're feeling, um, you know, Prosecco's it's 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 a win for me. Like it's it's gonna be a good champagne at home. Like you can go to a restaurant, spend a lot of money finding your champagne niche or whatever, but Prosecco, it it rarely misses, truth be told. It rarely, rarely misses. So Prosecco. And most of the, not most, well, some, a lot of the restaurants, when they make their um, mimosas, they're using Andre. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, oh, I, and uh, hey, listen, y'all, let me tell y'all right now. Ain't nothing wrong with Andre. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you can have that, nice that and make your own at home. Hey, hey, nothing wrong with that nigga named Andre. Let me tell you right now. You know a nigga named Andre? Ain't nothing wrong with him. You're going to save some money. Save some money. Buy that second bottle. You on that dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Andre. But just make sure you, you know, you got to hydrate yourself through them champagne. Honestly, champagne in general, you got to hydrate. It drives you the fuck out. Like That's the one thing I don't like about drinking champagne. And big up to my boy G out in St. Thomas. But every time we come, uh, every time G comes to Charleston, we go to Bourbon and Bubbles and we buy Clico. And we run the fuck out on Clico every single time he comes down. <laughs> and the next morning, I can drink a whole gallon of water because I'm not drinking enough water throughout the night right. with that um, champagne. And, I, and it's not a mimosa. This is straight champagne. Whew, that Clico good, but Lord, it will dry you out, bro. You'll wake up like a slug. Yeah. Chilling on yeah. salt. Dry. Get that water. Stay hydrated. Yeah, no. No doubt. That's, no doubt. that's really a, the key. Yeah, I'm going to do a man mosa on this round, though. I'm mixing. Can, um, can you give us, uh, like, what that is? And that's actually going to be our cocktail of the week. What is a man mosa? So it um, typically will be champagne, vodka, and your choice of... Um, of juice, orange juice, pineapple, whatever you're grateful, whatever you're into. I'm typically going to do pineapple. If they got it, I'm doing it. Um, but today, because I'm at home, home remedies, we have the guava pineapple. So we yes, know. guava pineapple. Yeah, it's a little mix up, you know what I'm saying? But it's it typically a mimosa would be alcohol, uh, excuse me, liquor, champagne, and your juice of choice. Can you take a picture of that, Dad? Yeah, just get a picture of the card at least. In the at box. some point, we need a picture for. for don't throw nothing away. Just don't throw nothing away. Oh, okay. So I don't need tap bottles tonight, right? You can tap them, but keep them as recycled. Okay, we taking. Uh, all right, but you want the picture with alcohol in it or without alcohol? <laughs> Like if you can make, if you can take a picture with the cocktail together, yet are you on your phone? You know, who knows? No, I'm on the computer. I, I'm just okay. fucking with y'all, man. All right, I'm like, y'all. you I know the vibes. You yeah, know I just fuck with you. He know what we want. He just fucking yeah. with us. Yeah, no doubt. Exactly. Yours is the man, most of though. I like that. Yeah, no doubt. 
Here's that. Okay, so speaking on mamosas, you know, mm-hmm. most men don't really like like the champs and things like that. What is it that you could recommend to help men get out of just even the phase of they drinking champs? Obviously, you added the, the vodka in there, but what if they don't drink vodka? Like, have you ever tried with some henny in there? No, and I I would not. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend to do any brown with champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there. That was a wedding. Uh, you know, kind of weddings is for me. It's all right. So me at weddings in my previous life was um, whatever was offered. We're drinking. Mm-hmm. It's a bar. It's a, if it's beer and wine, we're having a good time off of beer and wine. If it's champagne, beer and wine, we're having a good time off of champagne. And I mean, I have my options off for if it's just beer, wine, champagne, or liquor. Um, bourbon and Coke, you're never going to miss at a wedding with bourbon and Coke. That's just a simple drink. Um, uh, uh, matches. Uh, vodka, pine, uh, vodka, orange juice, and cranberry mixed together. Uh, especially for the ladies, um, it's a it's a nice sweet drink. It's a pretty drink, so it, it will turn pink. So then everybody will be like, "Oh, what's this pink drink you're drinking?" It's a matches. Um, so you know you have options: vodka crayons, you got uh, screwdrivers. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason why you still can't have a good cocktail, no matter what the bar has. You know, something that can get you at the level that you need to where you're not having to do like a lot of bar bouncing, stuff like that. Um, but man, most of for me is I'm, I, I have to, for me, I have to stay away from vodka. So I'm going to do, um, I'll do tequila in mine because I I'm better off on tequila. Me on vodka is not a, it's a good time, but it's a wild time. So it's a wild time. Dash. Woo. I can think oh, yeah. that sometimes we had vodka together and Lord, Lord of mercy. Never good. It's the devil's juice. It really is. I don't oh, know. Don't even recognize yourself. Don't you don't oh, even stop. you don't even recognize yourself. Facts. There's a picture and it's like, dang, I still had a I had a short haircut then. And I was we were downtown and I was on top of a car, some random person's car. And I was posing and you took the picture. And you Real took the nigga. picture, but we were drinking Tito's out the bottle that night. Real nigga. Yes, yeah, sir. Real motherfucking niggas, man. Because I my don't gang, even my... I don't even recognize myself. The picture came out fire. Right. But what happened that night, who knows? Who knows? And and that's why uh, you know, vodka for me, I possibly, and I'm being honest again, I'm not lying to nobody. It's it's a like Back in the day, I might end up naked running down the street on vodka. Just on some like, just some, I don't even know what I'm doing, but we're here now. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I don't, I don't drink vodka. I can curse out anybody off of vodka. Wake up the next morning and people are saying like, you might need to apologize to so-and-so. And it's like, damn, like I have to say sorry to somebody. I don't even know why I'm saying sorry to them. And it's not on me. It's just, I, I'm not good on vodka. That's why I don't drink vodka. Yeah. If I'm drinking vodka, I don't know. I need a chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> I might need a chaperone. But yeah. not on 
not on like you know i've just been drunk in the streets and shit like that this is a lot of our our previous life before we became adults you know whitney's a mother entrepreneur out here for me um also whitney's everybody's entrepreneur entrepreneur on this damn show um Look at my nephew. My nephew is so lit right now. Y'all don't even he know. really is. He had a nap. He got, he's the yeah. He got that um he got a haircut. Whitney decided to go with the boozy fade. That's his play. I love his fade though. I really do love his fade. I really do. But I do miss it. Okay. I do, I do too. I really miss it. I look at old pictures and I get real sad. But Dash, I know you remember, but you were like our first like resident bartender. No, really, I was. Like, I really they was. used to have or we used to have parties. What year was that? Like 2008, 2008, 2008 9 through 2013-14 ish. Mm. I feel. And Dash was the everything well so bartending on an ironing board bartending on an ironing board we used to really thug it out we were young i don't even think were we even old enough to drink then were we even 21 no we weren't definitely 21, wasn't. we were having these crazy house parties and dash was the bartender dash was the dj and we used to be in that motherfucker rocking like we used to have so much fun we would have theme parties remember dunks we had the dunks and pumps party we had a pajama party we used to really like do it up in charleston yeah we had a we had a lot of good times a lot of a lot of wild times but a lot of good times in a in a manner of like it was um it was growth but to to honestly to throw a house party that's so crazy that's going to shut down a club party you know what i mean like the club everybody from the club is in, in our house party the niggas who were throwing the party at the club guess where they end up hey. at our house party you see what i'm saying like it's, it's crazy the after shit. party hey. yeah man but you know charging like niggas who mad what are we charging to get in the house party yes we are yes uh, this, we my liquor. We... This, this is my food this is my house you think about it, everybody was underage at the time, respectfully. And, um, you know, it was never no crazy. It was crazy shit. Don't get me wrong, but ain't nobody ever died from my house party. You know what I mean? I could say that much. Like, they might have died off the liquor, but they ain't physically left this earth, you know? I would just say that. <laughs> We're like, wait, huh? No, it, Aaron, you honestly, Aaron, you don't understand, like, the wildest. This was a uh, Project X <laughs> before Project before X. House Project party. I love that movie. I fucking love that movie. I've never been to a house party that lit, like ever in my life. It was that much people, like inside, outside, only inside. Like, mm. <laughs> like, like it. I mean, you're talking a four bedroom house. Like it was. It was, good but it was a big like, house. It was a two-story yeah. house. It was big. It was a big yeah. house. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we was it was walls to walls in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But one thing about a house party, if you want to have a successful house party, you can't have niggas out in the front yard. <laughs> no, sir. Number one thing. Number two, your parking. Your parking can't be fucked up. If you don't, if your parking ain't fucked, if your parking fucked up, people 
parking on the wrong side of the road, facing the wrong way, that's a reason for the police to be like, all right, what the fuck going on? Now, trust me, again, I did this. And, you know, um, I actually end up paying the nigga, like, to be my fucking valet, like, to make sure niggas are not, yeah. You did not do that. I was 17 and 18 paying a nigga to fucking park cars outside. Yeah. yeah. That's so dope, though. I couldn't even imagine. I've never been to a house party that lit. Like, I just haven't experienced that. So you was bartending on the Arnie Bird. For those that don't know, Dash does a million and 15,000 jobs. Um, and he's great at everything. So he also bartends. So no you doubt. started with the liquor slanging way before you even got into a restaurant you already yeah. knew what it was on the 100 that's pretty clutch that's how you know you make it that, that island board honestly uh <laughs> i can't even imagine it serves so many purposes like the dj said his equipment on the on the no <laughs> no no didn't man big up listen i'm telling you Aaron, i i Shout out to DJ Finish Line. DJ Finish Line started his, he's the, he's the local strip club uh, DJ. Okay. And he started out at my house parties on my honor board. Like, yeah, like I used to break bread with this nigga. Like, yo, bro, appreciate you coming through. Had the speakers, we had the shit rocking. Because I just had like some house speakers to start this shit up. And then this shit got crazy. And it was like, damn, we can't even hear the house speakers anymore because, you know what I'm saying? Like, too much niggas in this shit, you know? Yeah. So then I had to I had to start paying a nigga to start being a DJ. And it was this my dog Aaron. He lived in the neighborhood next to my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So bet he had the equipment. Here we are. You know what I'm saying? And Brett had the shit rocking. Then I started, and then I paid his man's or whatever to them. Um be, you know, make sure everybody parking their car straight with the with the route. And after a while, we, you know, through trial and error, a lot of police was calling us. A um, lot of parties, a lot of parties got shut down. But guess what? I'll tell you one thing. Never went to jail. Never had no damn big ass, crazy ass ticket. And I'm thankful. Get, don't get me wrong. I'm speaking about this because I done did that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. me and my gang, man, we did that. You know, this well, let me not say game because we're not out here banging in streets and shit. These are my brothers, but I'm gonna call them my gang because that's what it is. This is our culture. Anyways, um Whitney already know what it is. She know the fucking vibes. But uh it's like, you know, we we always just really just threw like amazing time parties for everybody. Don't matter where you're from, Goose Creek, Must Corner, Somerville, Ravenel downtown north charleston latson niggas was in the house party you know what i mean you remember what we used to call it snatch mahal the snatch mahal mm-hmm. we need to get t- we need to get t-shirts i survived the snatch mahal now because that's uh, like man, a term in charleston whoa, like you get snatched like you get that should sound like like this surviving like r kelly like this should sound like surviving r kelly or some <laughs> shit <laughs> like, no. Break it down for me. I'm scared. All right. So snatch is like, boy, I snatch, boy. Like, I fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But it originated from, like, you on pills and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But 
for us, it's just like, yo, but we fucked up. You know what I mean? In the hindsight, you're fucked up. So boy, I snatch. So the snatch Mahal was, it was like, that's what they call the house. It's a big ass house. Them, I mean, shit. It was a big ass house. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and every time somebody came in that shit, they was fucked up. Like we had a good ass time. We party. We had a really, really good time. Safe time. You know what I mean? Everybody was, for the most part, was pretty safe. Um, Few fights broke out, but you know, ain't nobody like I said, ain't nobody left. No, <laughs> no souls left. Do nobody. you remember? Do you remember when y'all used to do this thing or like, uh, I don't know, you would like call people out or you would like bring people in and you would you would have to like like lay it out on the line or you would like you know what I'm talking about? You would no. just like you don't remember that? No. I really don't I can't remember. It was like you, I don't know if you would call people out or it was like just call people on their BS or something like that. You would just, we would have to talk about it. You remember that? Okay. When we had, like, it was, it was, it was, like it was a name, but it was like, honestly, it was like a real nigga conversation. Like, like in the sense of like, well, you tripping. It's time to talk about it. Yeah. That's what you're about but I was you. like, yeah, it was like, for us to be that young, I was like, that's good that we had that accountability. For nah, like friends. we, no, no, yeah, honestly, they were like, not playing. Nah, we had counseling, <laughs> we had counseling before counseling, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we had a therapist, which was the gang. And <laughs> boy, you out here, if you out here wilding, we had a conversation about it because, you know, honestly, like it, we were such a close hub. Well, we are such a close hub. Let me not put this in passes because it's still the same shit. But we're such a close hub that if somebody's out here tripping, we're going to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to it's going to be brought to their attention like you're tripping. You know what I'm saying? And you can't ask for a better relationship with a group of people who didn't come from your mama. You know what I mean? Like that's that alone speaks volumes for me, because if somebody can be that blunt and honest with me every single day of my life, that's family. You see what I'm saying? My family, but my my blood, my sugarcoat shit because they scared of what that might, what trigger me or how I might react to that. But yeah. when it's brought to you in that position of love, you see what I'm saying? Like, and that's like I said, like I want my food made out of love. When I want to eat, I want that shit made out of love. If that, if that, if that um waitress got an attitude, don't even touch my food, bro. I'm a bounce. Let me get my drink. Let me get my check for that drink. And I'm out because honestly, energy really, really transfer from hand to hand. It don't matter. Whatever. Every action has a reaction. But if you're nasty towards me, you're doing this, you're doing that. I'm cool. And in, in our circle, it's never been that. It's honestly, we call the people out on, on their bullshit. You have the conversation. You might cry. You might hug but you move on and it's all out of love and you can't say that for a group of strangers to come together, to have that kind of relationship, to not consider them family. You see what I'm saying? Like everybody had their wave of how we came together, but ultimately it's a circle that really came together and this love all the way around. And that's all we try to do is spread love. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Goofy time. Not out here trying to disrespect people. Not out here, you know, being rude to people, grannies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we give not love. the grannies. 
They just be wild out here. Nah. Because I uh so Wham just showed me this shit. Like they took Granny to um uh one of those like scary shit. Uh, like, uh haunted house, patches haunted house. And, yeah, haunted house and shit. Man, Jason, why Jason done grab the granny and shaking her, then lift her up in the air, put her up again. Like, I'm like, boy, but let them play with my granny. granny. Uh-uh. See what I'm oh, saying? We would have to fight. See what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, don't you put your hands on me now. It's one but thing to this, scare me. But this era right now don't understand family. You see what I'm saying? They don't. To, even, to sit here and record this man putting putting their hands and lifting granny up and she probably freaking the fuck out like what the hell is going on and why is nobody coming to save me and now right. Jason got her pinned up against the wall lifted up elevated <laughs> wrong era cuz our era huh? Jason yeah that's right. what yeah Jason Jason and Whitney Whitney has seen a lot of ass cuttings from a we ain't even gonna go down that world. I'm sorry, Whitney. Whitney hated us, y'all. Honestly, like Whitney honestly really did hate us, y'all. Like, let me tell you, Whitney loved us, but that's our sister. Like, that really is our sister. Like, she was like, now why y'all do that? <laughs> why are you being on there the was just a, a phase of, of life where we would go out to the club and dash Tunde Stefan. They were party promoters, so it was their job. So we were young. That's all you did was go out to the club. But every time there was a fight that involved either one of the three, all three, and I'm just like, I'm just here to have a good time and y'all fighting. So I, in, in the beginning, in the beginning, I used to try to break it up, like don't fight. Then after a while, I'm just like, hey, y'all just going to do whatever. I'm not getting in the middle of it at all. So... Not a not like I said, a lot of wild times, but good times, you know. Like this is this is really like yeah. y'all have heard Aaron and Whitney go back to Tampa, Tampa, Florida, y'all. Y'all, y'all got to hear that, but y'all never heard the engineer <laughs> and Whitney lifestyle. Like and I think like, that's why I when I came to Tampa, I wasn't as crazy because mm-hmm. I was so crazy from 2006 to 10 that I kind of chilled out a little bit like we went out and we partied but we wasn't anything like Charleston so I kind of calmed down a little bit then when I moved back to Charleston it was a turn up again it's something about Charleston it's in the water like you get crazy here it's the I don't know what it is but it's the crab it's something you think? I don't even <laughs> eat crabs like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's in the air. It's the energy. It's the energy. It's the wild energy. It's the pluff mud and it's the crab. You know what I'm saying? What's like pluff mud. What is that? That's where don't crab be at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that so means. Like we, yeah. So we have like beers, pluff mud porters, and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't right, know. Hey, Eric, so about, hold on, hold on. So like. Like you know, it's a river, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like the marsh. You know what a marsh is? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's it's a river, and this is like the land slash like muddy part where there's like 
you it's not seaweeds, but it's plants that is growing out of the out of the mud, technically. You see what I'm saying? But that mud, that mud would be considered pluff mud in Charleston. That's that's what we call it. It fucking stinks. Um when you're leaving downtown, going to North Charleston, it's an area that if it's high tide, it's going to smell like it's going to smell like water. But it's so crazy because we're so used to it here. But like when my homies from North Carolina came down, they was like, what is that smell? Like it smells just so like, like, like salty, but stink. And I'm like, oh, that's a fuck. That's pluff mud. It's so funny to hear people say that. Because I used to be that before I moved to Charleston. You know what I mean? Like every time I get into Charleston, I'm like, damn, this shit stink. But it's like, it's just a pluff mud. You know what I mean? That's wherever there's marsh, it's going to be a certain smell, like a salty kind of stink smell, but it's mud and salt together. That's our fucking pluff mud. Yeah. Interesting. I have never, ever heard of that. I feel like I just got a, what do you, is that, is that social studies? What what subject that would be? Definitely, probably would be human re, uh human environment, and it would be also I feel like social studies. Um, depending yeah. on your teacher, because so I feel like must, and we just talked about this shit, and I feel like we're going all over the fucking place. I'm sorry to the listeners. Um, but let me let me just pick your brain right quick. When y'all think about social studies, what was social studies for you? That's such a good question. Um, I just remember that book. Was it Worldly Wise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that social studies or was that English? No, definitely. See, and we just had this discussion. We <laughs> Worldly Wise, yes, that was a thing. <laughs> remember that workbook? That used to be the easiest little workbook. Holy I, shit. I used to love to have uh, worthy wise homework. Easy. No was that, doubt. Was that English though? I felt like that definitely is English, but oh, sorry. Like we can't Social- just see it brings so much shit up, and you thinking like it sounds like it should be social studies, but this shit was a whole nother topic. I don't even remember what social studies was. I don't feel like I do because I feel like I'm now I'm mixing social studies with history now that I'm thinking about it. So I'm like, see what I don't, I'm saying. I don't really know. That's a great question. See what I'm saying? Like, when you really think back about it, like of certain categories, do we really remember or are we blending everything because now we're looking at life at that light? Oh, you see what I'm saying? Like, we are. And, yeah. So, like, when I when I think about social studies, I think about pilgrims and Indians. And I think about, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think about world lit. So as social studies, because I feel like we only talked about those states because of certain things like nomads, they roam through these um, these states. You see what I'm saying? But if we wasn't talking about the nomads, we wouldn't have been talking about these states. But until we progress to get to like world lit or certain different other higher ups of social studies to where we actually start to understand like, oh, they're like states and capitals you see what i'm saying like can y'all name every state and capital off the top of your head shit no but that was definitely social studies but <laughs> was, social it social, studies? was it social studies see what i'm saying like you kind of start to <laughs> no i'm not having to google this i'm like what is social studies because i'm a little fucked up but i can't even lie right um, so it's it's really one of those things like 
like understand like i'm i'm in early childhood so to see children every single day repeat everything and their sponge era it's so important for us to really lock in during that time to feed everything to this child because we're in our 30s now and we're questioning high school that's what 10 10 plus years ago. You see what but I'm we've saying? also done a lot of drugs and alcohol. Allegedly. So allegedly. Can... allegedly. Hold on, hold on. But listen, but at a certain time in our lives, when we're not, we weave things out in our brain that we don't use anymore because it's a certain mm-hmm. amount of storage that we have. But for mm-hmm. children, they're able to grasp everything. Like they're able to, like you're really funding like funding everything through them every single thing everything that you say everything that they hear everything that they see all the five senses really hit children during their sponge era which is between one and two up to maybe three and four see what i'm saying that's Mm -hmm. the most important time for children to really like if you want your child to be a b on a row you want your child to be this and all of that stuff like it's literally a very important early in their lives to be very 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 cautious of what the hell you put around them. and i know this probably is way off topic but i'm just only saying this shit to fun everything around because no, that's true. i don't yeah i don't remember a lot of shit from high school like you remember in, in middle school and it was like, oh, you have to learn how to do cursive because after this grade, you're going to be doing cursive for the rest of your life. My nigga, I only use cursive when I'm signing checks and I'm signing fucking letters to send home to parents. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't write in cursive in my everyday life. And there's yeah. some people that do, but it's not a, a like it's not a need to write in cursive every day. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And then like, even now, it's you can do it on your phone screen with your finger. I no literally can type this shit right in time Roman, and I can put this shit in cursive. And just so, like yeah, that. in cursive, yeah, technology. <gasps> Ooh, that makes me think of remember Oregon Trail? Was that was that what it was? Oh, called? that was a great time, great time. Oregon Trail. Whoa, Aaron, you don't know what Oregon Trail is? Oh, and it was like the first little video game that, we had in school. So that was real life social studies. So, okay. Oregon Trail 100% was social studies. Like, this was a social study game that, like, moved like a horse and carriage along slowly. And you had to, like, answer questions and shit. Like, like literally, they're nomads. It. Yeah, like, this is literally nomads as they're moving through... The, Following along the river and crossing yeah. over. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how I've started to learn states. But from social studies, it elevated to like, you know, I don't, off the top of my head, I'm not going to even lie. I don't, not all 50 states and capitals, I know off the top of my head. And I, I question everybody. And I, the only person I honestly know is Tunde that really knows every state and capital. Every single one, all 50. That's the only person I know that still knows yeah. that shit. He got a map in his house. That, that don't part. matter. Part. <laughs> he be looking at that thing. He be part looking at that thing all the he time. He uses that so. map for it to, to put a pinpoint where he travels. Like, 
they I got. know, but it's still <laughs> in his no, house, so I'm sure he's looked at it a lot of times and studied it. He's very smart. No. So. But see, and that's, I asked this question because we just had this conversation amongst ourselves. And he is one person who really still remembers social studies for social studies in the elevation of social studies. It's just crazy. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I just had to bring that question up. And I, I want, you know, the listeners to definitely, what do you remember from fucking social studies? That's the question. Do y'all remember, do y'all remember Worthy Wise? And what was the other thing? Oregon Trail. Yeah. I didn't have that. So I think that's like a, like maybe, you know, how different um, school districts do different things. I have never heard of yeah. Oregon Trail, which I Googled it. And it's a game. I've never, ever seen this thing before. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. That, and you never that had Worthy re- Wise? Worthy Wise book? No. Yeah, it was. But that but that goes to show you, you know, everywhere is like so even like like I, I know people in California and shit. Like they don't know shit about the East Coast like that. You know? Like right. they really don't know half like they don't know about the Orange River Massacre. They don't know about they don't know about like even fucking Ma- that most recent thing, Emmanuel and I. They, what is that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's so wild to see like how everybody's education is so different. But y'all expect me to go to this school to spend the same amount of money when this person had a complete different education from me. I had a complete ed- different education from them, but we supposed to come together in a groups. And tie all this shit together, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much of really going to like deep diving into like I'm again, I don't know if the listeners know, like as Aaron and Whitney has said, I do a lot. And one thing I, I own an operator daycare. And so a lot of the things that I'm gonna tie back into my my personal life and shit like that, I think about the children's perspective and I look at the adult perspective of life just in general. And it's tough. Can't even lie. I, I mean, we we endured a lot growing up, but I really feel like the kids coming up today, they don't even have a clue of what the fuck life is about. They think this damn tablet and they think of these, these phones is life. And it's like, you take that shit away and it's like, I went to my former high school. They gave every kid a, a tablet. Every single kid got a tablet. When they were, my cousin, he's a still administrator over there. Went inside the school. Lunch? I've never heard a cafeteria quiet like that in my life. Like, quiet? In a, cafeteria? Quiet. Niggas got headphones on, eating their food, looking at their tablet. Wrong you remember man. we used to have the, um, the, the stoplight, the red, yellow, and the green? Because we would be turning up so much that they'd have to Get us together. Turn me down. Turn me down. Yeah, we used to be turning up at lunch. I could not even imagine. Like these kids in middle school, you know, my son's in middle school, they have phones. Like it's like normal to have a phone in middle school. I'm like, I could not even imagine. Like my phone's phone, I feel like I had to beg for it in high school. And it didn't even have like a real, you know, it was the Nokia or something. Like I'm typing. Yeah, you know, the Nokia you with click, the snake. Yeah. Like, like you don't got no visuals. Ain't nobody sending you no pigs, dog. What no what no camera on that thing? 
I had a car crazy. I had a car before I had a phone. Mm. Super backwards. Really? Yeah. I was still using my friend's cell phones. But I remember like I didn't have a phone. I had to use their phone to like be in contact with everybody. But yeah. It's different. Yeah. I remember the uh yeah, I remember when the telephone was in the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I remember my mom had a car phone. phone. Yeah, in the phone, yeah. the car. Epic. Or just my even sec- like the house phones, how the cool they used to be. Like my sister had like this really cool light up one that did all this stuff. The clear like, one. Cute phone. Yeah, such a yeah. cute phone. And that was the thing. Like we had, me and my sister had our own phone line. That was like the thing. Line. If you had your own phone line. Yeah. That came through that so. motherfucking wall. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere but no bathroom yeah. or hide in the closet. Like, yeah, you had the long cord. Had to get that shit, that 20 foot cord for Walmart, goddamn. Yeah. They got 20 foot cords for charges. Niggas used to have 20 foot cords with a house phone. Right. Like, it's crazy times, man. It's spooky. Yeah. It's spooky. Spooky. Cheers to the spooky times. Cheers to the spooky. Cheers to the old school. Yeah. If you no had a pager, what's up? Oof, I didn't have a pager, but I remember my older sister had a pager, though. My yeah, sister had a pager, and I was like obsessed. Like I looked up to that kind of stuff because that's what we grew up around. I'm like, damn, I don't want a pager. Yeah. Who's on a page? Yeah. Me? Nah, nah. I nah, remember. Nah, nah. Yeah, I remember it was turquoise. We bought it from Best Buy. I could literally remember the whole thing. So speaking of, I want to take it back a little bit. So Dash, how you said like you kind of always? I feel like you've kind of always been aligned with what you're gonna do right now so for instance like when you were having your house party it was already like in the media industry into the bartending and then you just really progressed so it's like how how have you seen like really your life purpose just follow you along this way because that's crazy um good question very good question um life followed me to up to 2020 to six jobs working weekly. You be hustling. Up until the, you sleep. I wasn't. And I'm not even going to capture you. I really wasn't. Like, I was functioning off of like maybe four hours of sleep. And that was considering an hour and a half. Once I, an hour technically, or 45 minutes um, when I got off of work in between jobs. But if I got off of work, I went home, take a shower, lay down. So you take, you're really talking like 30 minutes to only really get back up, get dressed, go to work, um, get off of that job, and go do security until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. You see what I'm saying? That's three jobs right there in one day. Not to mention Mm -hmm. the weekend when I'm working three other jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly was running myself thin um, up until COVID happened. And I'll say this. For a lot of people, we we lost a lot. In hindsight, we lost a lot. And, you know, condolences to a lot of people who lost family members throughout COVID. Um, But COVID for me was life lessons to show that the world can shut down to to Mm -hmm. show that 
Oh, my granny, my great granny, my great great granny, my great 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 granny. Something they never seen before. It was slavery. Slavery ain't fucking stopped. Slavery ain't had no day off. You know what I'm saying? The world shut the fuck down, guys. Yeah. My mom and daddy ain't know what to do. True. See what I'm saying? Like, it really put a lot into perspective to be like, okay, the world shut down. These jobs are closed. How am I going to make money? How am I going to continue on? How am I going to find my niche? What am I doing to continue on? And fortunately, I have everything kind of that everybody needs. I have a restaurant. Niggas got to eat. I got daycare. Niggas need childcare. Media company. Niggas want to talk. Niggas want to do this. They want to take pictures. They want to shoot this video. They want to do that, that, that. Niggas want to drink. They need a bartender. So there we go. Four things that always will make me money. So the other two things that I was working, get that out the paint. See what I'm saying? Because it's potatoes and potatoes at that point. What is it going to really, what matters to me the most? You know what I mean? Is it adding two more equations for, you know, Little chump change, little this, little that, little, you know, got a check coming in every week. Every Friday, you got a check coming in. You don't got to worry about shit, because why? You got a check coming every fucking Friday of the month. But to run yourself that thin, ultimately, it's going to drag you down. You're going to drag yourself down. Not to even mention trying to balance a relationship. Not even trying to balance, you know, family shit. Not to balance fucking friendship shit. Being social, running this page, running that page. That's just work on top of regular life shit. So COVID hit and I really had to think what really mattered to me. Where where do I see my value at? Where do I see my time being put at? And I applied that and I'm moving forward with that because where I was running myself thin in all of these jobs, I had to find my sense of purpose of what really mattered for me, where I felt like I, I, I best fit in everything. And if it didn't, you know, make me really happy, like the world shutting down and I have time to myself, I have time to go walk. If I want to walk, walk fucking 10 miles, I can walk 10 miles because I don't have to go to work, you know? Like you're able to really see a sense of your happiness again. And I didn't want to lose that touch. I didn't want to lose it. I found I found hobbies again. You know what I mean? I was able to do things that I was I haven't done in many of years. Now I skate every Thursday for adult skate. See what I'm saying? I go bowl as much as I can. I got four bowling balls. You know what I'm saying? Like. I found a niche through the bad, losing people, losing a relationship, losing things, people I care about, losing everything. Like you have to find your sense of, of purpose again. You know what I mean? And I'm just fortunate to really have a good hub. You know what I mean? Like good people around me that always have their spirits up high. Like, and I, I, I really think that's that really made or break me. That that could have made or break me, honestly. 
if I didn't have that sense of purpose, if I didn't have that sense of family, if I didn't have that sense of care, if I didn't have that sense of self-love, if I didn't have that sense of anything other than myself, I might not even been here. Niggas were offering themselves during 2020. They didn't know what the fuck they could do. No oh my God, my corporation job is down. My stock market is down off the building. Straight like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is. I love how you just mentioned like you really had a chance to really understand where your value went. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because 2020, a lot of people said it was horrible, but it was really like a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. sometimes you need something to really shake you up, to get you back where you need to go. And so everyone's just thinking about all the things that they would have, could have, should have, instead of just living and being in the moment. So you said that you were able to see all the jobs you were doing and you realized where your value went. And now here you are able to just truly focus on your value, what you enjoy doing, and really like you make a difference in all those things that you do. Like anyone that encounters him, I never lived in Charleston, but I couldn't imagine being around your vibe because you are always like, a vibe like you're cool collected positive like you're not allowing the world and life changes to like change your grind like oh we're human we're always going to go through emotions and things and whatever but it has never stopped your grind like you stay getting your paper you back in the studio you back at the bar like you get in it and you don't stop that right there that's amazing respect that's a breath of fresh air Literally, like I was telling Whitney, like I really have enjoyed like just really hearing um, men just kind of really have their view on life, because I think that's something we're missing in in life. Like women have so much influence on the world, as we know, you know, we we had girl summer, we we twerk a late and we doing a lot of things and it's very distracting. So we really lose sight on the 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 a very dominant part of the world, which are, which are men. Like you have a daycare mm-hmm. and that right there is already showing kids a great male figure. I didn't grow up with a great male figure, didn't have that opportunity, but I could, I cannot name one male figure in my school or daycare ever that made anything like even a presence can't remember one. Yeah. So like, even though it may seem like, you know, this is something I'm doing, you're, your influence is probably a thousand times more than than what you think. We need yeah. to be positive men, especially like men that are able to like acknowledge their feelings and really just be like, look, we grinding. Deal with it. Have a shot. Pick it back up. Respect. Let's go. Cheers. Okay, pick it back up. Yeah, sure. You made it through. Let me just say, though, like for the black men out there and just, you know, Individuals with amongst themselves, black men, black women, white women, black, white men, whatever, whoever's listening. It's okay to go get a therapist. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to talk to somebody about your shit. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to pop your motherfucking collar if you feel like popping your collar. If you feel like you accomplished something, pop your collar. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like I feel like breaking down and crying. Call the person that you're able to call or get a therapist. It's okay to feel these emotions as a human. Don't feel crazy to feel like a human. 
ultimately. Because for me, all of taking all of this shit on was a lot for me. Mental breakdowns, I had them. Feel like I'm going crazy, I had that. You know? Mm -hmm. But ultimately, it just really came down to the point of like, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to pick yourself up? Are you going to keep going? Are you going to fold to what the universe is presenting? Or are you going to overcome what the fucking the world is throwing at you? You see what I'm saying? But I took it each day at a time because every day is something different. If I can mm-hmm. sit here and say five year, 10 year plan. Yeah, that's the goal. Am I going to be here five or 10 years from now? Now we're talking something that I don't know. So to live now, to be present now, we have to start doing that now. You know what I mean? Like be more present to reach those goals. But ultimately, it starts from now to get to those goals because we lack in so much shit that we think we're doing so good in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I'm doing my due diligence every day. But ultimately, I can do a little better every day. You know? When I critique myself, because we have to be the hardest critic on ourselves because it's all about elevation in life. Trajectory is only up. My trajectory in my life, and I, I have a hope everybody else feels the same way as me, it's only up. I'm not trying to be in no fucking complex or motherfucking, like, okay place. It's never, nothing's ever okay for me because life is never okay. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's never just like a time where we can just chill out the president chilling, the government chilling, the military chilling. McDonald's got a motherfucking ice cream machine working and we chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even eat McDonald's. I just had to throw that shit in because that's for the masses. But for real. I'm just saying, like, there's never been a time where we're able to just to really be like, I feel good. Then you turn on social, you turn on social media and it's not okay. You see your brother and sister getting killed. You turn on the TV. Now you see a, a mass shooting. See what I'm saying? It's never a time to really chill and take time for yourself when you're so connected. Yeah. But I will say this. I disconnected 2020, 2021. I disconnected. I run my business page. I have the password and links to such as you guys, Instagram, my client's Instagram. But to disconnect sometimes is okay. It's amazing. I, it really is. And I, to really go tie everything into everything that I'm talking, because I can go far, left, right, up, down, whatever. Really, I disconnected, Aaron. Yeah. I really, I really disconnected to take a, a, a reflection look at myself mm-hmm. to see what the fuck I really was doing. You know? Yeah. We get so really caught up. In, yeah. We, like, we get caught up into life. We get caught up into everyday routines. Wake up, brush your teeth, wash your face, take a shower, get dressed, go to work, eat lunch, get off work, handle family, do homework, eat dinner, 
lay down, watch your favorite show, close your eyes and up and do the same shit again. Yes. Had to disconnect. Had, I had, really relate to that. Had to disconnect. That shit got real tired real quick. I don't think I, I disconnected to just recently, though, like fully disconnected. Like I allowed myself to like release the daily duties. That's a disconnect because mm-hmm. I'm like not that person. I'm like very anal planning. Like it's just that's it, who I've always been. And so I don't really it's hard when like I feel like people don't realize how long your habits have formed, how hard that is yeah. to break a habit. It takes serious time and serious acknowledgement and serious some hard pains and so I feel like this last month is the most I just I like allow myself to be like okay I really didn't get it done because otherwise I would like literally be up all night trying to make sure that I'm staying with my structure and staying with my whatever I thought was right but I feel like what's been so right is me disconnecting and I may fall off on some things, but I feel more like, I feel less stress. I feel less pressure, yeah. I feel less. Like, I just feel less. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing as much, which is weird. It's a weird thing. However, I feel so like, like I can breathe. Like I could truly breathe. I was telling Whitney today, I'm like, girl, I can do a couple of things. This was a lot for me. This was a lot for me to like, not like overextend myself it's a lot for me to not do that but it felt like the right thing to do and I think I, I yeah. love connect that that it people struggle with that and I know a lot of people can't really relate but struggling to fully disconnect to fully love on yourself to fully acknowledge yourself it is it could be a process depending on what you've gone through we've all been kind of like programmed you know mm-hmm it takes a lot. It's kind of like what Steven said last episode. You have to disconnect to reconnect with what matters. Like, that's really the best thing. It is so, but when, like, (gasps) but then you have to be like, no, bitch, no, have some wine. It's okay. It's okay. A few weeks ago when Instagram shut down, I remember I was so happy that day. I was like, yes, I don't have no pressure of posting. Like, I was so happy. I'm like, I was, I wish that it would stay down days the whole week Mm -hmm. but it was so relaxing and then ever since that I just haven't even been like caring about social media I've just been like eh whatever and then before that I was just like I had this thing like I wanted to post four times a day and it was so stressful trying to post for our page post for my business page it was really like super stressful Mm -hmm. and a Mm -hmm. lot of work for me to like get that content and it was good like you should be consistent but the pressure that you put on yourself that is like it's just fucking instagram like it's not like we've been programmed to think that this app is going to change the world is going to do all these magical things and it's not that's their point we're making them more money the more mm-hmm. we're on there the more we're posed we're not making ourselves more money we're making them more money because it doesn't really equal to sales like I can make more sales than going out with my bucket hat on and someone asking me about my bucket hat than me posting my bucket hats on Instagram like I, I wear my headband to work on Sundays I get more questions about my headband and I pass up my business cards more at work than I do than on Instagram so it's really more about that human connection it that is face to face it is and I think 100%. it can go like so many ways too because I've learned like like something was like, okay, 
we we have our hands in a lot of different things. We're we're still working our corporate jobs. We're still being moms. We're still learning how to be a great entrepreneur and what that even means. And I've mm-hmm. learned that like I'm I'm really trying. I'm working really hard with myself to make a really big transition because I know that if I can release some of that extra, I may organically want to post more. Right now, social media is not, it's not a priority for me. Like there's so many things I do in a day and I know that I can only give so much with not trying to overextend myself. Social media does not make the cut. It's more work. Like Like today it was like a little bit easier for me because I was in a different space, but it's not an everyday thing. Like it really just depends. Like I wake up, my son has special needs, as most of you guys know. We've been going through a lot of our own things. And that right there is my my source of of greatness almost to say, right? So it's like I, we we juggle so many hats, we have to find out like what is it can we release? And so my transition is being free and whatever that may mean. And so I feel like once I'm free of certain things, I feel better to do organically want to go on social media. I mean, like sometimes life doesn't make me want to do it because I have so much going on. But if I, we release some of this other things that we're mm-hmm. doing because we're, we're being these great individuals and innovators and great moms, you know, once we release that, it, I think it's going to organically happen. So I also went through and like unfollowed like pretty much any like celebrity or like influencer for the most part as well. Because I just want to see the people that I know, the people who I actually am connected to. I want to repost their stuff. Like, I don't really care. Like, me, there may be, like, some people that it's, like, maybe I'm a real fan, like, with or something like that. But, like, for the most part, I just unfollowed everybody. Because yeah. you don't, we don't know them. Like, this is all a highlight reel. It's all, it's fake. And I was watching um, an interview on Breakfast Club, and it was, um, there's a new show with like Eve and Notori Norton and all or whatever, however you say her name. So she was saying that when she was in 3LW, when they did MTV Cribs, it was all fake. Mm-hmm. I was I was so shocked because I was shocked and not shocked because this has been like the whole Instagram fake thing has been going on for a long time. So most of these celebrities who are on Cribs, it wasn't even their real house. It was rented. Yeah. All they did was bring their stuff in there. And it's like, we we just really have to disconnect from this fake world that they're trying to push in us and just really like focus on our family and like put our phones down for real. And I feel so much better not being on Instagram all the time. Being present in the moment. Like I was telling Whitney how like I've legit made what, or eaten like more vegan meals recently, which... Y'all, mm-hmm. I'm not vegan. I just want to be very clear. I'm not there yet. Yeah. However, I think me totally like, like, I don't need to see that fried chicken strolling down. I don't need to see that. I don't I had a long day. That fried chicken looking good. I'm gonna go ahead and call Whistle Bridges. Yeah. Daddy. I'm gonna call because I had a long yeah. day. It's looking delish. But like I've actually been able to like, like when I went to the grocery store this last time, like I was on the phone with Whitney. I'm like, okay, girl, I'm like this. Like I was more present with myself in ways that I haven't been in a very long time. Like I went to the grocery store and then buy no meat, y'all, no dairy either. <gasps> Look at God. Look at God. That was intense. This is dairy for me. Spooky. For me. Spooky. Girl, I bought oat milk today. 
I mean, I bought almond milk, but oat milk today because I'm gonna make that. I'm making that um cornbread. So I got my unsweetened applesauce and I bought my oat milk. So I'm gonna make cornbread this week. It's like it's I I always like knew that I could get venture out with like food, just anything in life. But honestly, the distractions it doesn't help. Like because I'm always like, oh, I could do this. Oh, you know, like you're just your brain just jumps when you disconnect you can like stay focused and actually enjoy and like every meal I've had has actually been so bomb I'm like damn I guess this wasn't as hard I just really Mm -hmm. haven't allowed myself to think clearly like I haven't allowed myself to be like girl you 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 are right without them chicken wings you know like I'm going I have a chicken wing addiction and I'm working through that and it's Sunday which I don't know I had cauliflower wings but they were fried good girl fried crispy with um with lemon pepper once i got it was a 10 piece i got half lemon pepper and half like a sweet thai chili and -hmm. they were fire like that lemon i don't even get lemon pepper i wanted to try something different Mm -hmm. but they were fried really good and that lemon pepper was amazing so Mm. it's the alternatives i feel like in dallas you guys gotta have we have a lot no we do we do that don't mean that i want it but we do but it's good like and i was giving it to jonah i was like chicken and he was eating it it was good it was really good dip it you still dip it in your ranch dip it in your blue cheese you can still get the fries like you still can get what you what you normally would have but you're just not eating that that meat that has all those chemicals and whatever else in it you know is it chicken but I, I do feel you oh so by the way my brother came in town for a little quick little visit and i took him to wing daddy you already know how to do it because he's a wing connoisseur <laughs> how to do it okay cool 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 he's a wing connoisseur and he said the wings was fire i was like y'all i'm on to something i'm on to something well, what wings did he have from um wing time so it's called wing daddy and so he was like oh just give what's me wing a- daddy oh my god my dad have you not been listening to the show no, My I have, but I've been thinking. Pause, 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 pause. I honestly was thinking like Wayne Daddy has because you fuck with Rick Ross. So I was just thinking like you're calling him Wayne, his establishment Wayne Daddy because you fuck with him, but with it's an actual fucking place. So wow. it's an actual I'm fucking so place. Sorry. See, that's how I know I'm too invested in this show. Like, God damn. Yes. Like, I love I really was thinking she was calling Rick Ross daddy. Pause. Like, she was going yeah. to like Wingstop the whole time? No, I thought like her and Rick Ross had like a secret location and he's Wing Daddy. And that's when she stepped into the damn door. And it's, so, a, it's, the, uh, it's a secret location for me. Uh, Rick Ross, <laughs> I, I got that secret location though. Like, real tip. Like, we got, I got some flavors that ain't nobody ready for. Period. Okay. Period. Cheer, cheers Period. to the Period. flavors. Cheers to the secret menu flavors. <laughs> yeah, we talking. I got it. Y'all know I love Rick. I'm coming yeah, up. Spooky, ooky. Spooky, spooky motherfucking ooky. I don't know. We talking about Kool Aid flavors or we talking about air flavors but we're here now salud hey salud salud okay i'm gonna be a little lit from this wine y'all i ain't eat dinner yet okay, My okay, man. Okay. Okay, okay. okay it is halloween week as well are y'all dressing up or no 
So I, one of my students told me he's dressing up as, as me. Now I'm like, oh, how cute. I said, they don't make joggers that small. <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> they, they not make like joggers that small. They might. I I like they they do. How cute is that? You want to be you. That is freaking adorable. I love that. No, nah, I honestly said, don't be better than me. That's what I told him. Because at the end of the day, it's like you got Batman to believe in, you got Superman and all these other pilgrims. But it's okay if he wants to believe in me and really wants to dress up as me. He wants to be Moana. You the real, you the real MVP though. Like, I mean, shout out, y'all know I like a good movie now, but you the real MVP. It's you. you say I need, I need a movie. Yeah. Facts. I'm down for the movie. <laughs> I will support this. I will support. Whitney, why you make that? <laughs> I was trying to think of like the plot. Because I don't think I remember even. I'm trying to think of the plot. But it could be, it would be a good movie. <laughs> it would be good. Uh, be clutch. Man, listen. I wish they had the time so I could tell y'all the time stamp to go right back to look at Whitney's face. <laughs> Because I cut all that shit. Damn. Let me like my collar. And we just I mean, no, dude. I'm here for the movie, Dash. I'm just I was just thinking of the plot. I was just thinking of Yeah, you see the shit, right? I was just thinking. I'm here for Dash. I support this message. I know a couple of writers in the active field. Now I ain't good at that. But I do know some people in that field. I hey, pour it up, pour it up. I want to be a lead writer. Hey, I feel like honestly, Whitney, that would be double shit. Like, I would, I would honestly like, if I whatever, if like I get a career in acting or some shit, like I'm like, no, I got my writer. I would, I will work Whitney's script because she knows me. Like, she knows like exactly like how to put me as a a character you see what i'm saying like she knows my strength she knows my weaknesses like this is like yo ladies if y'all trying to shoot your shot y'all better talk to whitney she knows a lot about me hey, oh my god whitney and, and uh fellas if you're trying to shoot your shot talk to dash he's probably gonna don't, say no he's probably gonna not like don't you. call me i'm gonna let you know i'm gonna see, fight you gonna so no. yeah dash. like i will fuck it. what am i supposed to say to this jonah come here not hey. the fight we, no, we no, I'm not gonna. I, no, I'm not gonna fight y'all. I'm not gonna fight y'all. I'm gonna dap y'all up aggressively. You're gonna be like, "What's up, my nigga? <laughs> Come here." In my in my head, y'all are gonna be like really good friends. Y'all gonna be close. We can all hang out. He can hang out with you too. Like you know, he's gonna be a part of the fam. Well, that would be mm-hmm. the motherfucking day. Lord have mercy. You gonna come to our farm. Everything. We'll have Sunday dinner. Spooky, spooky. Spooky, Ooh. Yeah. We got. Right we got we, do we need to end this show and talk about this shit, Whitney? Or what's going on there? <laughs> Let's talk about it right now. Why would we need to end the show? Because I'm. I'm. Remember your. Remember your saying from that time you went out. But we're here now. But, but we're, we're here, here now. now. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Well, I fucking talk about it. who's this oh, nigga we talking God. about? Are we no, talking about? Oh, hypothetical. 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 Oh, okay. I don't know why I would already. 
my heart was racing just now. Just went up already. No. No, yeah, I don't understand. Like I'm very, I'm very protective of my sister. Like, like once I, I done learned the game of like what she was enduring through this fucking podcast of what like these goofy ass niggas been doing. Like, yeah, no, y'all better stop playing with my sister or my mama. But I was, I wasn't living in Charleston then, so I was very. No, quality. you wasn't. You wasn't. It's yeah, okay. So it was right. That would have never. More than likely, never would have happened if I had lived in Charleston. Never, ever. More than likely, that would have no. It never I know happened. One hundred percent. Or even if talking? I had called you from Tampa, I know that that would have never happened. So I could have cut ass and still had a place to stay. Like that, Tampa yeah. was the perfect setup for me. No, I, I know. Mean. So yeah, I just kept it separate for sure, but. That was that was then. This is now. <laughs> it's it's the growth. Like we said, it's the growth, man. We're not, it's you know, it's, it's not all about violence. But like I said, you know, y'all didn't know this side about me. Now y'all know this side about me. But when it comes to my sister, I don't play. And you know, it's it's all love, man. Y'all gotta big up hospitality queens because truthfully, like. These women put in the work, man, to give y'all a great show every fucking week. And I'm I'm just thankful. Like again, I don't know. I'm thankful for you, Dash. I'm thankful, you know, to be a part of this every fucking week. You know, I'm I'm behind the scenes and I really I, I stay out this 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 lime light because I don't wanna, you know. I really just stay out the loop because only on, on the strength of like, this is your show, you know, like I, I can talk all day long. Cause I do a I lot of shit. But you're like, like, I've always called you part. So like you're a part of the show still. You know, you are like the backbone. You're a huge part. Ouch. I never met a nigga named Parks, so I don't know who the fuck Parks is. Yes, stop it. Stop. If you stop, Jonah, stop. If you watch the Joe Bunnett podcast, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've always, not always, but I like to tease Dash and call him Parks. Yeah, because I'm oh, with just a messages podcast. You're never going to see me. So this is the one time you actually get to see me. I got now a um, good chocolate brownie. Ooh, I like the, the good ones. That's cool. Yeah, man. I haven't this had one is... of those since quarantine. I was like going hard on my chocolate brownies. The extra, um, the extra adult version so well i haven't had one in a while so i hear that um you have now stepped back into the arena of weddings your bartending weddings um that is something that we both share so how has well i've been doing this shit through covid so i got i got actually hit with hazard pay so how has it been for you though like how has it one stepping back into the bartender arena 
but also for the matter of love. Because it's one thing to be in a regular bar, but bartending weddings is different because this is love. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's about love and serving the people who are here to share that same type of love. So how how has it been for you? Um, So I did two weddings this past weekend and it was so lit. It was so amazing. Um, If you guys have been listening for a while, I've been I, I work a corporate job that it just takes away the great parts of what I love. And okay, so Friday night wedding, best crowd, which it was like really nice to see like two types of wedding parties. Friday night, they was there to party. Like I had everybody like, hey, hey, we're taking care of you. Shot, 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 shot. We literally for the first time, I, you know, in me doing a lot of events, we ran out of alcohol before the end of the night. Like, and, you know, they provide their own alcohol. It's not provided by us. I'm like the first, usually we always have, you know, we always have leftovers to bring. If someone's providing alcohol, they we always have leftovers. They drank every single drop of that. Okay. Number one, Friday was ultimately lit. Met some people, told them about the podcast. Like, let, me, let me pause you. Let me pause you. Let me pause you. All right. So the company that you're working for. That's hosting the wedding, like you, the bar, the official bartender. The wedding party is supposed to supply the liquor, not the company, but your the the wedding is supplying their private liquor. So that's they probably should have had um a um a pre rehearsal dinner, which would have been the stock the bar party. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, guys. Just giving y'all game like for people who are engaged or possibly going to get engaged. Yeah. Stock the bar, stock, stock the bar party. Do that shit. Like it don't even it doesn't even matter if you have a bartender or you're hiring on a bartender to bring your own bottles. It helps out. OK, mm-hmm. so to have an event a pre event just for like the wedding party or whatever. Friends and family, close little whatever. Tell everybody bring a bottle. If everybody brings a bottle, now you're looking at like, say you have a party of 30. Everybody brings a bottle. Now you got 30 bottles. You see what I'm saying? That's a good idea. See what I'm saying? So we're going to do that when I get married in the next one to two. So y'all be like that. But see what I'm saying? Like, now I don't have to buy that big ass liquor package because. I'm already right. coming. I'm already coming with 30 bottles. You know what I mean? So, bam. Like, my money is not being spent on getting an ass of liquor, but that same amount of money that you was expecting to spend on liquor, you can spend that shit or you can cut back. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have a wiggle room and expenses to go somewhere else. You know what I mean, like my close boy DJ, big up my boy DJ, he just proposed to his shorty Jazzy or whatnot. And I told him, like, I met the um the owners of, of the um axe store, and they got like a mobile um unit that they can pull up to your location, reception, pre-lo- uh, pre-reception, whatever. You see what I'm saying? And you have axe store, two lanes. See what That's I'm saying? Yeah. So axe store is them, fun, actually. I've done it. So I this past weekend, um, this was like really like my full time, really like deep diving into Axe Stone. I've been doing it, you know, 
periodically throughout life and shit. But really, like, sitting down to really do this shit. I'm just going to let y'all know. Your boy is nice. Mm. Your boy is nice. I'm getting sixes daily. And if y'all know what that means, that's a bullseye around the bullseye. Let's talk about it. Just yeah. talking about it. Sometimes mine didn't even hit the wall, y'all. It just fell down. <laughs> fell down. Yeah, I'm. I'm nice with the. I'm nice with the one hand. I'm nice with the one hand. What a one hander! That was the no. two for me. Ooh. Oh no, I I did the whole. We did a game of twenty one. I won one hand off of all access throwing one hand. That's um, crazy. Then buddy pulled out the ninja stars. Huh. Don't run from me. I'm going to chop you in your leg, your kidney, or something. I'm going to let you know that shit right now because I'm nice in that shit, too. <laughs> Third of all, we did, a, we did a two-hand axe. And that's that shit. You grab it right here. Uh, uh, and you mm-hmm. bring your hands Yeah, that's together. how I did it. Two-hand. Make sure your elbows are at a 90-degree angle. It's in the center of your head. And you release. See, that's what I was struggling with for. So, like, I think, okay, I feel like I've learned that my coordination is a little off on the upper. That's why I was probably good at running track or, you know, basketball, because it's just a little off. So, like, with the axe, you have to, I had to go back and then throw, Mm -hmm. right? It's something about this coordination up here, but also it's like on my bucket list to do at least pretty decent with golf. Like, I, it's on my bucket list. But every time I'm trying to do golf, I struggle with like the upper, you know, when you're trying to get it, I feel like it's like discomforting to my tits. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like I know how women do it with tits. It's weird. Weird. So let me, let me just say every sport or hobby, whatever that you're trying to take in, it's all emotion. So golf is emotion. Bowling's emotion. Skating is emotion. Ice skating is emotion. Fucking motherfucking cornhole's emotion. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everything's emotion of your body. You are the only person that knows your body best. So how you position yourself. Sometimes you might have to go coat hanger and then release your your shoulders to you know reposition your shoulders because the typical person who's training you isn't you. Your body's not built like everybody. You see what I'm saying? So repositioning and getting comfortable in your own skin, that just takes trial and error. But I would say one thing. It didn't take a lot of trial and error and damn motherfucking axe throwing for me. I felt like fucking um, John Henry. Ready. He came, ready. When John Henry came lined up on that motherfucking track, Yes, sir. Probably was letting out aggression all at the same time, like thinking you like throwing the axe at somebody that pissed you off throughout the week. And that's what DJ and Jazzy was like, damn, Dash, like, you okay? I'm like, oh, no. But, you know, Whitney knows, you know, that like this past weekend was a lot of emotions for me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I did really, I really did release a lot through axe throwing. And I really, I realized and I actually went to go buy my own personal axe. After Axe Thorn. Dash. Yeah. Y'all, please don't fuck with Dash because he's going to really <laughs> chop your ass. No, bro. I can't. See, this is too I much. can't with that. <laughs> Dash is really not. invested. No. It's what? the investment for me. 
You don't need no ass. <laughs> he got six bowling balls. He got an axe. He got skates. You doing hey. too much. You doing too much. You got a bowling ball too, don't you? Answer I got four. You got six of them. Oh, you said four. Four bowling balls. No, you have four bowling balls. You got the shoes. Yes. Oh my god, you are too intense. You you go off. No, nah, I don't. I don't. That's a pilgrimage. Okay, so that's the next one for you then. Um, if you, got, if you gonna go ahead and go hard like that, go ahead and go with the golf. Golf is intense. Nah, I, I'll pass on the golf respectfully. No. No, like, see, like, no, like, it's like, I found, like, Aaron, let me just say, I found my own hobby that I really feel like I'm really good at. You know what I'm saying? Like, that fits, like, that fits my niche of, like, if I want to spend certain quality time throwing an axe at a motherfucking tree, I'm hitting, I'm hitting, like, yes, I'm hitting that tree. I'm not hitting. The outside of the tree, I'm hitting the fuck out of that tree. See what I'm saying? If I want to go roller skate, guess what? I say, hey, hey, hey. Dun, 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 dun. You have a video Don't of you roller skating? I have several. Oh, I need to see this. Oh, yeah. We need to see this. I really be fucking it up. And I have you several, you know, videos yeah. of uh, me fucking up in bowling. And, um, but, I had to, again, you know, coming off the hills of COVID, coming off the hills of, like, the reset of life for my personal stuff, I had to find my niche. Coming off the hills of a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I had to find where I fit in and what really started to make me happy. You get off of work and you got a certain amount of time to yourself. What are you going to do in this time, you know? I go bullshit around, be goofy, being somebody happy hour or I can be spending time you know perfecting my craft or I can be spending time more working on myself or I can be spending time more making this sound sound better or how can I make a sound sound better like I'm always always teaching myself how to do something better I'm always doing research on how I can better myself but not only myself, but my part in my businesses. See what I'm saying? Makes sense. Yeah. So I don't like when it comes to hobbies, I'm really kind of like a, a stiffler of like one, if I'm going to share this time with somebody and this is my hobby, understand like. You ain't playing no games. I'm not playing no motherfucking games. You better pop Literally your motherfucking face. That's pop, your co- pop your collar because we're here now. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, understand it's all love. You know what I mean? Like, I'm give love regardless, but that extra love, you better pop your collar. Pop that collar. I feel like the name of the show needs to be Pop Your Collar. Like, pop I feel like it's, it's, here. it's here. It's here. Pop it's that here. collar. Pop your collar. I'm here for it. But truth, truth be told, truth be told, the three six mafia song. Listen to every member, but my color pop, pop my color pop, Ooh, I gotta hear that one. That's a good one. Wait, that's not the three six mafia. That's a good one. That's a good one. I gotta put that one on. I gotta put that one. That is a good one right there. Facts, facts. All right, wit, come through. 
Yes, sir. Whitney actually always comes through with the songs. Like, uh, I can she, really like Whitney. On- where you get that from, though? Where you get that from? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I just love music. Mm-hmm. What? It- Tell me where Are you saying it. Like, do you know where I got it from? No, no, I don't know. I don't know. It South. Do you, you feel like he had an influence? Well, yeah, uh, my influence. Oh no, I got a, I got a song for everything. Don't you worry. Are you trying to say I got it from you? No, I'm not saying that. But if we want to bring that up, yeah, we can talk about it. You know, <laughs> because um, okay, because uh, well, it was one. It was a staple song that Whitney was like, "Dash, what the fuck?" It was um, it was masterpiece. It was um. It was Master P. What song was it for Master P? It was, um, God damn. What song was that for Master P? It's not I even played? ringing a bell. I By know the way, what Netflix got, uh, I got the hookup and I watched it today. Freaking awesome. I got the uh, hookup. Oh, if you hear me. Uh. And then Whitney, I watched Friday last night and I thought of you the whole time. Just so you know. You watched Friday? Yeah, Whitney, that's her favorite movie. I just literally thought about it. <laughs> it wasn't as scary when he was fighting Debo. You didn't know what was going to happen. Hey, get up. Because I asked Whitney to, like, on one of our shows, I was like, Whitney, what's your favorite movie? She's like, oh, I don't have a favorite yeah. movie. It was, that was her. Like, and you, wasn't, you really wasn't feeling that, though. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? I, I remember like, there's the show. gotta be another. There's gotta be another. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. She was serious about it, but I watched it last night and I swear it was like it's so funny because I was like, damn, I'm really thinking about Whitney the whole time watching this movie. <laughs> How she loves this movie. No, for real. And you can see every point of where she's laughing at. Like yep. for real though. Yep. Yeah. It, it all made sense. Like it all made sense. Like I was literally cracking up to the point where like I stayed up. And it was late. Like I stayed up and watched the whole movie last night. Like I was just cracking up. It was the best. You got to. What's the masterpiece song, Dash? I need to know. Um, you don't know. No, I do so know because no, hold on, hold on. Because you judged me. You was like, um, <laughs> it was like, um, damn, what masterpiece song was it? Whitney, you as soon as I say this shit, you're gonna remember this day, because um, you're just like, damn, I haven't heard this shit in so long. And I'm like, yeah, Master P, my nigga, and you was like, damn, I really haven't heard this song in this long. It was um, fuck, what was it, Whitney? You know what I'm talking about? Do you? you... Nah, That's it like wasn't it. that. Nah, I love that shit too. It was um. Uh, what do you got? Make him say, oh, because I always, I always have a song for like, if we tripping, it's going to be a song. Like I'm going to like relate to the song. So um, there's a, um, why you're thinking of the song? I don't know why. About it, about it, about it, fuck you, about it. That's it. About it. About it. Cause you remember I said this shit. We was at going like state homecoming, and I said, "But we bought it, about it." And he was like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard this song in so long." Yeah, look at she eating that shit up. Yeah, sir. 
<laughs> it was about it. It was about it. About it. You're like, oh my god, I haven't heard this song in so long. Shout out to State Homecoming. Wow, what a blast! Oh my god, shout out to. But that made me think of the way we used to drive to Orangeburg oh to go god. to parties. Was just insane. I'm just thankful that we're alive. To be honest, like really no. thankful that we're alive. Like, truth be told, we were doing like 120, 140 to get to like Orangeburg. And we literally got there, honestly, in 25 minutes from Charleston, South Carolina. This is an hour drive, technically, like doing speed limit. We got there in 25 minutes. Shout out to my boy, too. Uh, yeah, we used to go there to party. All the time. Um, wow. Jesus. Just thankful. Shout but um, Shout out to Blake. Blake. <laughs> shout out to all the Blakes. <laughs> that hate you so much. <laughs> so Shout out to all of them, boy. They it's, all a, it's a lot of them all out there. Them, right, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Shout out to all them Blakes. Um, Josh is annoying. Don't follow him. Like <laughs> Do not. <laughs> all the Blakes. I love that. I love that. He said, there's a lot of y'all out here. It is, though. I'm here for it. But Aaron, how's your, um, how's your wedding been for you, though? Um, I love bartending again. I really miss it. Like I was telling Wendy, like being back in my element made me feel like, uh, like myself again. Like I'm in the corporate world so much and it's really a drain of your damn energy. And to be able to like have people really like everyone was like, Ooh, what you order? What you order? What you order? And I was working with, um, my friend Simeon, which I would love to have on the show one day. Um, I was working with him and like, you know, he's, you know, he's a guy. So it's like a guy and a girl. I think that's a, like the best bar mixture. Like if you're in a bar, you get like the best of both worlds. Um, but everyone was like feeling like, Hey, she got them drinks. She got them drinks. Like y'all I had them drinks. I don't play about my drinks. And we had like very limited mixers for both parties. Like they did not do good with their mixers, by the way. It was not. They did not have good mixers, like, at all. And I was just really impressed that, like, my creative juices really be flowing, y'all. Like, I can make you a good drink with minimal, um, like, mixers. And I think, for me, it's just all about communication. I was letting people know, like, look, I don't have a much, so all that extra sugary shit, it ain't happening today. You gonna get a real drink over here. And it made them, like, I had people cash apping me. They're like, yo, how can we book you with your card? Like, they was on. So shout outs to being back behind the bar. If you guys want to book me or Whitney in your local cities, Dallas, Texas, or Charleston, or, you know, for the right price, we will go to Tampa, Florida. We will travel or Houston. Um, make sure you slide up. Or if you want to book Dash too. Dash, Dash bartends, and he got the muscles. So I definitely recommend you guys do that. Just ask, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of those, like, I would be one of those people, like, I need a bartender and I want them to wear... Man, 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 man. That, that would be me. Like, I like a good looking bartender. Like, the classy is straight or whatever, but I want a little, I want, I want the vibes. I'm here for the vibes. I'm here for the looks. I'm here for the looks. It would like, be I, a deal breaker if they said they want to book, they want to book you and they want you to wear 
Like, what's the deal breaker with with the the attire for you? I think the only thing I wouldn't do is like a thong. Like, I would do everything else. Like, I would not wear a thong unless, like, if you want me to wear a thong, bartending, we're our my minimum is going to be in the thousands. So I hope you have the money. Um, but other than that, I I don't think I have a bro a deal breaker. And now, if you want naked, oh, you paying guapo. I'm. I'm <laughs> A lot of a lot of bills for a lot of months with that. That's the thing breaker. Because I I was telling Wendy I like a I'm into like the naked chef vibe. That that does something for me. All right, guys, get your coins together. Get the coins together. So no no limits. Megan said, uh. It's your birthday suit though, right? Like it's like, what's the problem with that? I just want to know. I don't know. I got a button on with no pants, so we're here now. <laughs> I was doing that the other day, like um, I was on a zoom and I look so good from like the 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 top up and the bottom was so wrong it was so wrong but it was epic I loved every moment of it I'm like y'all can never see the bottom this is amazing (laughs) I'm loving every moment of this all you can see is the top up it's lit it's lit no doubt it's lit um so I'm gonna touch I'm gonna lightly touch on the cooking thing we've talked about it before um but you know, I'm manifesting chefs and just great food in my life forever. So I want to know what is one meal you've made for a woman, like that you thought was like, "Hey, I got this in the bag." Like this. I, mean, is- I can I can name multiple, mm. um, but I would say um, there will always be uh, seafood. Like anything seafood, like I'm not gonna limit myself to a um, certain food. I'm just saying like a category, and that's seafood. Like it can be southern hospitality, it can be fucking Italian, it can be whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm up to any challenge, but I'm gonna do that shit. But I would say like for what I perfect is seafood, uh, from lobster to crabs. The fish to oysters to whatever shrimp don't matter. I'm gonna get it popping. Um, hey. gonna, yeah, like I, I, that's just my specialty. Um, I love the specialty. Yeah. Okay, so if you are gonna pick your favorite restaurant, you'll take a girl on a date. What would that be? First date. Yeah. Like, okay, the date that you're trying to impress her. I don't know. Maybe it's not the first, I want to say. But I want to say, like, for, for instance, you really feeling shoddy. You feeling her. You really want to, like, hey, I got, like, I want to show her what's up. Like, where would you take her? All right. So, respectfully, is she vegan? Is she vegetarian? She regular. She's regular. So, she everything. Everything. No, right. no bets off. All right, so all right, because we gotta ask these questions. You do because you, do. you know what I'm saying. Like, regular though. All right, so she she everything. Um, honestly, I'm taking her to Park Circle Pizza. Really? I don't know about that place. Give me. Can I get a backstory? 
I've never been there, but I don't really, really be fucking with none of the restaurants in Park Circle. But yeah, please give me the backstory. But yeah. Lola's is fire. Yeah. But Aaron went to Lola. Lola. I went to Lola's. Lola's. It was over there. It's, yeah. it's fire. Yeah. yeah, it's in Lola's. the same area. It's in the same area, but my favorite food is pizza. Um, and they honestly have the best pizza in Charleston. So. Really? Yeah, and even if they're a seafood lover, we can do a sheet crab pizza. Okay. They got sheet. Dash, I didn't know that pizza was your favorite food. Hmm? Actually, I really had an idea that you take someone on a first date of something that you really love. I really think that's awesome because you get to show your personality. And that's mm-hmm. what's sometimes lacking, right? Like when you go on these dates, you want to impress. They're really just trying to think about what she would like versus yeah. really it should be about whoever is planning. It should be what they like. Mm-hmm. That way you're making them get into your arena and see how they go. Because like if she acting some type of way at the at the pieces, why you'd be like, all right, shawty, red flag, red flag. You got to be able to adapt to whatever it is that we like, what, what that person likes. I like that. Yeah. Dang, Dash. Can we have a friend date? I'm going to go to uh, try to shoot that pizza. I'm intrigued. We can go anytime, but I say, like, on the, the option to have, like, a seafood option on the pizza, to also have just, like, to have, like, cheese options, just to have no sauce or whatever, meat options, pause. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, to have that full option of, like, doesn't matter if she's vegan, doesn't matter if she's fucking pescatarian, doesn't matter if she's a meat, you know, whatever. It's one location that I can say that really can provide a meal for everybody, and that's a pizza spot. I like that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what I expected, and so I really like that. I fucked with that. No doubt. And it's called Park Circle Pizza? Park Circle Park- Pizza. Circle pizza, y'all. Right. So if y'all in Charleston, check it out. You want some good think, pizza? Good part circle pizza. I think that's also a really good challenge. Like if you're trying to impress somebody when you're dating or whatever your situation be, married, y'all need some spice, whatever that be. Make sure you, if you're planning the date, make sure it's something that you truly enjoy. That way you can see someone's reaction to what you like. That's clutch because we always. What happens is I feel like you know I've been yeah. around the block. Y'all, everyone's, they're always trying to impress. So it's never really more so of the other. It's more like a, maybe a first experience for everyone. Or maybe it's just like this really well-known place or something like that. And so it doesn't have like a meaning behind it. So I fucks with that. Now I do have another question. Okay. When you order a steak, how do you get it cooked? Meaning well. Mmm. Okay, Dash. We're going to have to go have a steak together. That's what I mean for you so i'm a yeah, medium well. i want you to get a little medium so i'm, I'm gonna find the best steakhouse in charleston we want it all right i can i can name them now but okay Ooh, what's that no because i want you to come to charleston okay, and we okay, can yeah, yeah. let me let me videos young- we can knock out photos we can knock out every motherfucking thing we've been motherfucking trying to knock out Yes, sir. Knocking everything out. Yes, sir. I'm I'm yelping everything, even though y'all know everything. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So I know we got brunch brothers, and you guys make sure you check that out. So all right, would you pick brunch over dinner? All the time. Okay. 
Okay, so you you like that breakfast food for real though? You be eating real breakfast food for brunch, or you be eating? Um, this morning I had steak and eggs. Mm. For me and my mother. So I like that. Yeah. I like okay. that. I actually I mean, love, like, I'm not a big breakfast person, so I actually eat real meals for breakfast. Like, I'm not a much yeah. of a breakfast person. See, like, so, like, if I go to bed not eating dinner or, like, I, you know, like, I had, like, it was Sunday last week. Yesterday was Sunday. So, it was more of, like, a later brunch, but more drinks, like, to end my night. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you had that full sensation but you're still capable of drinking throughout the night to wake up in the morning. Yeah. But technically, that's not that's lunch, not dinner. You see what right. I'm saying? Right. But the the full sensation comes from drinking alcohol, drinking champagne, drinking whatever the fuck you're drinking on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you technically, I mean, like just depending on like what level you're on at the end of the night to actually get food, or you're just going to go to sleep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Last last night was one of those nights I went to sleep to where I woke <laughs> up hungry. Like I don't really eat breakfast every day like that, mm-hmm. but I woke up hungry, so I skipped lunch because I ate breakfast. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Like, I was yeah. struggling this weekend because when I was bartending, y'all, I was hungry after because I didn't eat, like, the whole shit. And I was getting out late. The problem I ran into is, like, COVID's still such a thing that, like, a lot of our good late-night places, well, in my particular area, mm-hmm. aren't really They're open. So close, like, in the right. area, yeah, the area I was in, like, it was okay, but I was like, damn, like, I don't want to, like, have to reheat. Like, I kind of want something in the middle, but... I live in the Burbs and in, in Plano area, and it wasn't a lot that still have the kitchen open, so that was pretty yeah. hard. I would, I've so. always wanted to open a late night spot because I feel like that's the hardest thing to have late night food. And just from being working as a bartender, when you get off, nothing is open, or what's open is like Waffle House or something nasty. So I would, I mean, restaurants are a tricky thing to open, and I don't, but I would love to have a late night concept. Sure. I would love to have a late night and it would be like a, a variety, healthy, like, yeah, healthy like I thought of all yeah. these things that I wanted to have. And mm-hmm. like, there was not that available. So uh, HQ gonna have a, a late night spot, y'all. And y'all gonna fuck Ooh, that's with That's what it's gonna be called, HQ late night spot. A- HQ late night spot. Like, we gonna be in there. Y'all gonna be, it's gonna be, you know how like Slutty Vegan, which we shout out to Slutty Vegan, we cannot wait to try it. Um, oh but God. I really admire. I'm being Atlanta. Oh, go ahead. I'm, go ahead. I'm being Atlanta in November. Hey. Okay, so um, Whitney will be in Atlanta. Uh, is the first weekend in November? Last November thirtieth, last day. Well, last week of November. I need a couple things to go down. So this is the PSA from her bestie. Um, I would love those DMs to be a little bit slow. I would love for her to have um, one really great uh, fine dining experience uh, before the concert. She's going to a concert that night. I would love for her to like have a bomb ass meal in like a bomb ass place. So um, make it happen, Captain. Okay. Um, And then I would love for her to have like a good brunch. I need her to have like a really good like dating experience uh, while she's in ATL. But it's like a Tuesday. I'm going to be down on a Tuesday. I don't care. If you down, you down. And if you will it, if you with it, you with it. You got time to plan. That Do you know that she um she has a, a place called Bar Vegan? 
Yes, yes, and it's a bar. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw go. that. That was that. Episode. I think you said that to me where she was on that um podcast. But I love, honestly, like I always loved the concept of slutty vegan. I love the name. But then when I mm-hmm. watched her interviews, I just fell in love with her whole creativity behind the brand. So I'm absolutely sold. I cannot wait to try the food. Um, I know. I just hate that the line is so crazy. I was actually on their website the other day. You can order online. I'm like, if you order online, do you still have to wait in the line? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Hopefully not. Because I already know what I'm going to order. I know the whole thing. So I'm excited. I definitely want to go to Barbie again for sure. I got it. Yeah, I think it's close to the um to the venue, so I might go there before. It's a dinner for me. So yeah. DMs, y'all. We need a date night. Sorry, was that all of your things that you wanted? You wanted me to go to a fine dining restaurant in Atlanta. I want, I want, I want Whitney to have and Dash. You know, I know this is your your sister or whatever, but I need Whitney <laughs> to have a really great, like, amazing date experience. Like that is something I truly want for her. I want her. To have like the bells and whistles from having flowers okay if y'all did not hear the episode that was a male he bringing flowers on the first day i've never had that so but i want my bestie to to experience that i love flowers i want her to have flowers on the first date i want the guy to pick the place i don't want her to pick it and i want her to roll up and have great conversation and a great date experience i want service to be great i want this nigga to be looking great and smelling good okay and be good company is that too much to ask I don't think. I don't think so. So I gave y'all like a pretty much a good time frame to make it happen. I need that to happen with <laughs> you. Dash, <laughs> I know that you y'all have like the same friends and everything, but I need you to hook her up. Find find the homeboy of the friend that don't know nobody that ain't been hoeing. Like I need you to go down and, and make sure she has a great she needs a great date experience. Whitney has not had a great date experience, and I'm trying to change that. Hey man, she deserves. So I need you to not don't think about your homeboy. No, no, no. no. Uncle, okay, because a little salt and pepper ain't nothing wrong with that. Just not too salty, okay. So I need (laughs) to see, but see, like it's a little different for me because this is my sister you're talking about. Exactly. So choosy lover. Was that choosy lover? No, I don't. I don't, I'm never going to find anybody who's worthy enough to let's take on the step up That's on bullshit. their own. He's oh! Yeah, you suck. We don't approve of this message. No. That's like the easy cop-out. Yeah, you're But cop-out. it's fine. Big up. It's cool. Anyways, I'm going to continue to make be a matchmaker. You guys slide in the DMs. Uh, let Whitney know uh, she will be in Atlanta the last week in November. So. Spooky, okay. Yeah, I want her to have a Oogie, awesome date night. And top, flight secu- uh, top flight security will be on no, deck. No. So make sure that you bring your ID. No. Bring your motherfucking birth certificate so that no. we know that you are real. We we're matching, we're we matching IDs with birth certificates. <laughs> and, See, if uh, you would just hook me up with someone that you know that's solid, we wouldn't even have to do all that. We could go to Atlanta together. Finger, but like no, it's, it's, it all no. works out together. But you tripping, you tripping, dog. This could be us, but you playing, but you playing. So on that note, I need you guys to go ahead and DM me or hospitality underscore queens, or you're gonna email h e y h q s, okay. And if you have a homeboy of a homeboy of a friend of a cousin, 
You can let Dash do the light screening, but I do suggest you go through me first, okay? But if you want that 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 brother approval, you can go through Dash or you can go through me. I do a Where light. Where did the knife come from? Sir, Where sir. did the knife come from? There's a knife. I'm done. Like, I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with you. I'm not playing with you, bro. Are you dressing up for Halloween? I know your ass dressed up for Halloween. What you gonna be? The purge? <laughs> <laughs> Axter, a bowler. I know. What are you gonna be the purge? That, that's not happened to me. Yeah, you're gonna be the purge. Yeah. You look like a purger. God damn, Aaron. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Can I sip my purging. drinks? You purging? Like, no, I'm not purging. No, I'm gonna be my motherfucking self because I'm popping my motherfucking cup. Oh my god, you're not popping. Yes, sir. Ever since I whatever. <laughs> So, <laughs> where can they find you at if they need some media vibes in Charleston? Where can they find you? They can find me at popping my motherfucking collar <laughs> at, at gmail.com. <laughs> at doworks.com. Disregard. My collar no, at no, no. no, 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 no. Hey, no. Hey, man. Whitney, funny as shit. Boy, Whitney, you funny. Anyways, I'm oh, gonna chill out. Y'all can find me. Do work. That's D O W O R K underscore Drew. That's D R U on Instagram. You can also follow us, Brunch Brothers. That's Brunch Brothers with the S. But also, you can follow us on TikTok, Brunch Brothers 843, because we at that motherfucking city. It's the gang. Y'all already know how the fuck we rep. Um, Big up to Whitney. Big up to Aaron. Big up to my nephew right there. Look at Jonah, y'all boy. Ah, ah, ah. My boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, y'all already know, man. It's always been love. It's always going to be love. Subscribe. Hit that motherfucking bell. Boom. On YouTube. Yeah, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just all love, man. Like, truthfully, I'm, I'm thankful. I appreciate the opportunity to come chop it up with y'all. I truthfully had a full day scheduled, but, you know, I mean, I made it sure, you know, I had time for my people. And that's what it's always about. You got to take time out for your people. No matter what life throws at you, take time out for your people. Take time out for the people that you love. It doesn't matter if it's 20 minutes, 10 minutes, or two minutes. Take yeah. time out for your people. You heard? Facts. Yeah, man. Thank you, Dash, for really just shedding that light. Like, you be hustling, and I feel like sometimes there's a lot of people out there that be hustling and don't know how to balance. And just your words of wisdom is great. Thank you for supporting us. Like, I remember me and Whitney wanted to do uh, this podcast like as like a trial. Like, we truly just tried. We were wanting to figure it out. Like, we were like, we don't know. And he yeah. did. He's like, oh, look, I'll do a pilot for you guys. And honestly, our pilot was our first show. And I no will doubt. never forget that it happened so quick. Everyone's like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. You have a podcast. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. It happened real fast. But it was, <laughs> it was so popping. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. This is like literally the highlight of my week. Like every week That's I look right. forward to being on this show and just being, even though we're not close, like I still feel the energy through the screen. And so I appreciate you for just sharing your light of being an ultimate hustler. Like you are a true epitome of like your destiny will follow you if you just like enjoy being yourself. So thank you. 
enjoy being oh. yourself you guys like he does it he does a lot of great things i don't even know how he's this i thought i did a lot no uh-uh you be doing it you be no doing doubt. It. respect <laughs> respect you be doing it okay and enjoy yeah, tequila period because oh. yeah, only the real ones mess with tequila that's the real folks we real Ooh, out the bottle Jeez. we the real ones the we the real. like it's water hey tequila do be like water though i i finished my whole bottle today and like tomorrow's taco tuesday i'm like crap i gotta start over y'all i gotta get another bottle i was gonna wait tuesday and we're here now yeah man y'all i got a great recipe and i'm gonna try to do better with videoing it tomorrow but i'm pretty excited about taco tuesday i'm excited also hey i'm here for the content you're gonna like you're gonna like this one Taco Tuesday. Taco, taco. Make sure you guys follow us, subscribe on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google Play. Um, and make sure you check out Do Work Media. Like if you need stuff, if you guys need something, follow them on the DM. Hit them up in the DM. It doesn't matter where you are. Don't yeah. think that, that matters. Like follow them, ask them. I think if you're looking for someone that's really a good guide for you because you don't know where to start this would be where I would start. Cause I had, we had no idea. Like we just had an idea and honestly it's turned into something. I don't think I ever would have thought it would have been. So shout out to do work. Okay. Big up, big up, big up. Yeah, man. But before we, but before we sign out, let me just, let me just ask this quick, 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 quick question. Aaron, how ultimately on the scale for one to 10, how does it feel to be back bartending, back hosting, back getting motherfucking tips off of your your energy, your respect, your your dignity, your knowledge of everything that you're presented from another individual? What is that like and how has it been for you? Because I've been doing weddings. I've done probably over 30 weddings this year alone. Bartending, you see what I'm saying? But I know you stepping back into this arena and I just got to ask a question of how does it feel for you really? Like, how do you feel? Honestly, on a scale, you said from one to 10, I would give it a 25. Um, and it's pretty high because... I felt that high, like, especially Friday, like the people were, I mean, they were so lit. And I just remember, like, it just brought me back to that time where like people just like vibed and like, like people were like, whatever you want to make, like people trust me. I was like, oh, I love when people trust me. And it's like, I'm really good at like gauging. Like I asked the questions, like, would you like, like, it just got so good where it's like, I created cocktails, like even like this one dude who's like, I want a shot. And like, honestly, I was Y'all, when you bartend, you may throw a whole bunch of stuff together. And that's what I was doing. Like the dude I was working with, he was like, what are you putting together? I'm like, I really don't know. I really don't know. I got to, I got to, I got to, I'm just thinking I'm creating it. Mm -hmm. It felt so good to create. It felt so good for people to actually like the creations. It felt good to be around people that asked me what my cash app was. That was awesome. Um, it just really liked me. Like I had people wanting to hug me, you guys. Like number one, I, I don't really be touching people, but they were like so lit and happy that they wanted to hug me. And it felt so good to just like really just 
kind of have something fun. My day job is not fun. Um, so I really enjoy doing something fun because that's why I like hospitality. It's fun for me. Um, and what I do in my corporate job doesn't always allow that fun part, but I got to enjoy that fun part this weekend. And it was lit um, to the point where I'm like, yo, I might just do this back full time. Like, I don't think right. I ever would have thought myself to do that, but I actually enjoyed it just that much. <laughs> That's amazing. That's that amazing. made me think of this table I had. It was her daughter's like 18th birthday and they were celebrating and it was cool. And um, I, I knew them a little bit from our other location at the other restaurant that we had worked at, but I hadn't seen them in a long time. But um, I was telling her, I was like, you know, it's just as much your birthday. Because that's how I feel on my son's birthday. Like, it's happy birthday to me, too, because you pushed it out. So this is a big day for you as well, even though she's 18. And she, like, that touched her. She's like, you know, that's you're right. I'm like, this is your day as well. And she gave me a hug. She was like, thank you so much for taking such good care of us and everything. But it's like, at COVID, it's like, oh, she's hugging me. But it's like, she really felt like. I want to hug her because people don't really talk to their tables like that on that level to be like, I see you, this is your day, enjoy, you're a mom, you're doing a great job. So that's a big thing. It's it's a lot of emotions. It's the energy that you're transmitting from just like dash at hand to hand. So it's a big thing. Like we do, and I don't touch, but I feel like I you could you couldn't pass that energy, right? Like it was like, Mm -hmm. all right, you know. I'm we're masked or whatever, but I let people touch me and me. Y'all know me and Wendy don't let people touch us. One hundred percent. Give me oh gosh, <laughs> we gotta talk about the um the gloves. So me and Dash Facetime all the time, right? So we're <laughs> <laughs> Facetiming, and I was going. I said, glove. He was like, you about to eat crabs? Like, he thought, crab bag. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm getting gas. But I don't touch the gas pump with my bare hands. It's disgusting. I'm putting on plastic gloves. It's, I do not play. It's not a game. I'm master. I got my gloves on. But Dad's like always done. Just teases me. <laughs> and he always, he always FaceTimes me when I need to get gas. So I'm always like, put my gloves on. Pack it up, baby. Pack it up. I'm not touching that. No, for real. Like, Whitney really had, like, cafeteria gloves on. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, fam. I'm like, damn, like, we about to bust crap down? You ain't even tell me? Like, because I'm off. You know what I'm saying? I could have pulled up. I bring my own gloves. I'm bringing rubber gloves. I'm mad you know that shit down. And I pull up to them little crab spot. We be nowhere. Yeah, for real, nah. We're not doing that fucking goofy ass fucking cafeteria glove. That shit baggy. No, I need to test. Oh, uh, that's two clusters. Yes. How many shrimp is supposed to have? Because these niggas I'm be bullshit. I'm excited about oyster rolls. Oh, all right. So I got an oyster, um, a oyster rolls coming up soon mm. for the game. And you gonna, you might need to pull up for this. Like no, like, <laughs> all the way from Dallas. Aaron, do you eat oysters? No, no. I don't think so. But like, I don't think I know. Like, I'm a texture person. Is you guys are mm. a texture person? So if y'all could prepare it correctly, so I don't feel away. Like, I'm okay. I got you. 
it's my fucking oyster roast. I never I tried an oyster, but I just feel like the look about scary. You've me. never, never tried, tried an oyster? One? No. Mm-mm. Not even a fried one? Nope. Oh, man. No. Wow. All right. See, now we got to try it. See, is, see, Whitney, it'd be the shit. Like, can I trust Texas to be like, like, Give her a true fried oyster, or should I just fucking pull up and fry the shit myself? See what I'm saying? Like, because so I've never you know had an saying? oyster shooter. Have you had an oyster shooter, Dash? Have I? I haven't had an oyster shooter yet. Every every time I go in Pearls, they already have it put. They already have it poured. See, I work at a, a raw bar, a raw oyster bar, and I serve them all the time, but I have yet to have one. So. So, uh, so let me just let me shout out Pearls Charleston. Um, definitely in the top ten of you know seafood places in Charleston. Um, I'll say if any location to pull up in of Pearls, go to West Ashley. Um, but definitely I would say, um, they're they have like a, a oyster shooter, but it's more on like it tastes like chicken noodle soup. And know. it's wild. It's what, wild. What like, color is it? What color is it? No, no, no. They so it's the oyster, but the mixture of the liquor and the everything else is mm-hmm. more of like a chicken noodle flavor. It's mm-hmm. weird. It's like it sounds yeah, crazy. Hold on, it sounds crazy, and I get that shit. But when I tell you, slap. So is the oyster already in there, or is it in the half shell? In the half shell? No, they they gotta, it? they're gonna, they're gonna pull it out the half shell. That shit fresh, it's fresh out the shell. Ain't no, ain't no oysters sitting in this shit. This shit all, everything is a fresh ingredients. You see what I'm saying? No, that's, I'm just Except, asking. That's how we do ours. It's in the half shell, and then you yeah. get your shot, and it has like a, um, like a tahini rim, and all that. But yeah, see, Aaron? I like a tahini rim though. But it's ours is like a green color. I don't really know. You can get it with Tito's or you can get it with Mezcal. Yeah. Mm, come here for it's, it. It's levels to the shit, man. It's but, levels to the shit. It's a tiny for me. But so then we gotta go together to Pearls for for um oyster shooter. I want you to come to the restaurant I work at as well. All right, and then I gotta on the day that I'm working or we can wow, go together. Because I want us to, to um, have an oyster shooter together, and I would love for y'all to have brunch there but also. Oh, we could do an oyster shooter after this podcast. How? What do you mean? You pull it up with oyster shooters now? No, we. I know the location. I just got to send a text and let them boy know. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to have that type of hookup. Yeah, here. man. But, Aaron, we waiting on you here in the city. You know? I know. I'm gonna come though, for real, for real. No cap. No coming. We wait. We waiting on you to come. You know, bless Charleston. Let's go ahead and pop our motherfucking collar in this city. Mine is my you collar. Hey, you guys. But I'm coming. Uh, uh. So yeah, that will be our like our tour guide. Yeah. 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 We'll try to we'll try this date situation a little bit better this time. Um, it was a little rough the last time, but we're gonna make it what, happen. What day situation? Well, oh, you'd be no. busy. Never mind. Um, so we'll go there. But um, if you guys, we'll keep you posted. Shabbat. We'll be out this here. Motherfucker, Shabbat. 
and pull up to the French Brothers and Hospitality Queens uh, shenanigans. So Ooh, we need to have a, a Hospitality Queens Times Brunch Brothers like event. Or like a meetup or something. It's a meetup. Yeah. It's an event. It's a food shenanigan. It's a buffet. It's a party. It's a, a Shabbat. It's all that. It's a motherfucking Shabbat for me. So like, let's do that shit. Like for real, for real. Like y'all need to pull up. Let's pull up. Y'all be y'all stay tuned. Make sure y'all subscribe up. Hospitality yes. Queens on everything. Brunch Brothers on everything. Y'all stay tuned, man. It's gonna be locked in. It's gonna be up. Like, like I said, man, it's new content. We're on the heels of a new year. Um, I mean. Let me just say also, let me give y'all more free game. This is the last free game I'm going to give y'all, right? It's November. The last week of November. Guess what? If y'all don't October. know. October. No, for 100%. It's, excuse me. Oh, shit. I'm tripping. It's October. But November is like Thanksgiving time, Christmas time. Go ahead and book and buy your gifts now. This week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. I heard because, that shit crazy. Oh, no. Shipments shipments are sitting in the uh, the ocean right now. Like, literally, as we speak, like, mm-hmm. as you're going to listen to this show, your, your, your thoughts and emotions and feelings of, like, Christmas and shit is literally sitting in the fucking, in the water. Because they don't have enough people to bring in motherfucking crates. They ain't got enough people to bring in nothing because corporations that are asking over a hundred people to have a COVID test or you know whatever the fucking credentials are for what job you're working, which y'all know the understand understanding situation. But Christmas honestly might not be Christmas. So is Amazon doing next day delivery? Do this shit now. Before December hit. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I beg to differ. I just feel like I'm not Whitney, a big guy. Whitney, there's there's nine ships sitting in the sea right now with everybody. No, no, no. I'm just like, saying, like, I just feel like Christmas is not for me at least for a, a few years now, it's just not gift driven. I think it's just more about spending time with your family. Like, even though I have a small child, like I really don't dumb out on gifts and stuff like that because I just feel like the Christmas is just not about that and yeah. not about gifts for me. So and I, feel I don't know, the same. I think we should all like really focus on our families and be thankful that we have them and spend that time with them more so than like a materialistic gift that your kid probably won't even care about in a few months. I mean, I get it. Like kids love gifts and stuff like that, but I just feel like we could shift our mindsets a little bit to like what's really more important, especially from the past years that we've had. So I'm not even thinking about. Really, that's I, that's I'm not very even thinking about buying any gifts. I don't that's that. that's very big of you, but like to say that that's very 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 big because I feel that shit well wholeheartedly. But I know these like I know everybody's gonna be willing to just spend money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people have been saving up to spend money, especially like this Christmas, because you had a whole year off. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if anything, this Christmas is going to be that, like, 
a big Christmas for so many social media people. But again, like we say in the in in the beginning of this episode, this is a real show. These are real people that live real lives. It's not a facade. We're not steering you in any different, any other different direction other than human of what humans go through. Mm-hmm. And Christmas, Thanksgiving, and all of this shit, don't break the bank for this fucking holiday. That's not a holiday for us. It's not for us. Or challenge yourself to like give back, volunteer. Somewhere. Yeah. Like, you buy t- buy toys for kids that are in need or something like that. And you yeah. know, like and if you if, and if you're not in that if you're not in that spirit, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Save that money for yourself. Save yes, that money for something. your yeah. Save that money for the family that you might be blessed with. Save that yeah. money for whatever else is to come. Those unexpected bills. Period. That bill that you forgot about. Whatever it is, save that. Don't spend that. Because ultimately, yeah, I know the fucking vibes, but man, I'm I appreciate saving mine to go to Mexico and drink tequila and wake up drinking tequila and wake up half naked on the beach. That's a vibe. Ooh, that would be dope. A uh, hospitality queens times brunch brothers trip to like Mexico get a house. I'm in the I'm in the house with all those requirements. So here we are. Um, if I go to Mexico, I'm in Mexico, not America. I would love to do that. With like Let's do it, then. Chef, You look for breakfast. A private chef. Let's do it, The concert you go to all the different restaurants and stuff like that. That'd be so much fun. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do, do that. So, yeah, yeah. Y'all stay tuned for that. You know what I'm saying? Stay like, tuned for all the greatness. And make sure you guys follow the work media French Brothers so y'all can know what they're doing. Yeah. Make sure y'all follow Hospitality Queens on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and everything in between. Hey. Definitely check out Hospitality Queens because at the end of the day, what are you really living for if you're not listening to the hospital to the queens? We teach you how to be hospitable, period. Uh, what, 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 what are we what living are we doing for? here? What are we uh, doing here? Yeah. We need to live. Yeah. And living and is what is hospitable. hospitable here, we here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Spooky Yuki. Spooky Yuki. Until next time, you guys, we love you so very much. Wait, I'm missing a nail though. You gotta do like this, Dash. Oh no, I gotta get the lotion on my hand first. Ooh, yeah, they can't touch my eyes. I got new ink on my leg. Here we are. Spooky, peace, love, and happiness to everybody. Bless up. Peace and happiness. Hey. Hey.